yo, um, I'm gonna send you a link, and I don't want you to send it to nobody. You heard? Don't send nobody the link, cause once I cut them out, they won't be able to get back in. All right. Peace, brother. Send me your um email. Send me your email so I can send you the link. Yeah, what's up? Yes, what's up, man?
Yeah, what up? What up? Who's calling, man? Yeah, brother. Um, I'm setting up the live stream. I can't talk right now. I'm setting it up. Just be patient, family. I'm trying to get everybody in the building so we ain't got to go crazy. Peace, brother. Um, you going to share the link with SETI? You going to give it to him? All right. If it don't work out that way, tell him he'll just have to call your phone or something and he can get in through you with you. Right. But um yeah, yeah, he can call my phone. He can call my phone and speak through my phone. Yeah, if it don't work that way, just tell him call my number. All right. Yo, I sent you the link. Huh? You got it? I sent it to the Armin Raw Squad, to your email. Like, I always send you stuff. You see it? So I want you to send it to Dr. Ma'at and Ujaro, and that's it. Okay, and that's it. All right, so come on. As soon as everybody get in, we'll start the program. All right. Okay, and that's it. All right, so come on. As soon as everybody get in, we start the program. All right. All right. Okay. And that's, oh, that's you? That's your dog barking? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you had a dog. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to shut his ass. What, you got a little choo-choo? 
Yeah, uh, a Pomeranian. You got a hot dog, a fucking hot dog? Nah, 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 I ain't got no ugly dog, y'all. I got a Pomeranian. No wolf. <laughs> All right, brother. Yo, um, let's get Dr. My aunt in the building. We need everybody. You send it to her? Hold on, I'm doing it right now. Let me see if this works. Yo, um, let's get Dr. My aunt in the Coming into town, brother. Woo, my man. Can't wait to see you, brother. Hell yeah. You already know you're gonna be a, you're gonna be here in the building. Yes. All right, Gorilla, that's what it is, man. I can't wait to see you, brother. All right, I'm getting ready to go live right now. It's a big debate going on. So, yeah, I'm ready. All right, brother. Peace. That's my man, Gorilla Hebrew, will be in the building soon, man. All the way from Cali. He coming yeah, in. Gorilla Hebrew like a Palestinian. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, that's my man though. He alright. He good peoples though. Yeah, he good peoples. Yeah, I mean, he just need to change change the book up or something. Just you know, he like a real goddamn. He like Jesus for real, yo. <laughs> he definitely look like that for real. Wait, I bet you five dollars said he don't call. How much you want to bet? Man, I'm not betting you. You think you think said he's scared of y'all something? Yeah, absolutely. Guaranteed. <laughs> Pharaoh just too young and ain't got no sense to be all right now. See, here we go. This is gonna be the rules up. There's absolutely no name calling. That's why I want to wait till everybody get in the building <laughs> so I can let you know. There's no name calling. No. Oh, you too young, you too brother. We ain't going there. The minute I kick somebody out. We know you can't get back in. So um, we're not doing that. We're trying to have a good, respectable discussion. Hey, I'm not here. I'm not going to be here to waste my goddamn time. I could be chilling with my family right now. So I ain't going to waste my time. I don't want to hear how bad both sides is. I want to punch you in the mouth. Nigga, I'm going to get you. I'm not hearing none of that. Come on, side. Come with it, side. The minute I hear that, I'm just out. you out. You won't Done. be able to come back in. We ain't trying to hear how tough you are, <laughs> how bad you can fight. We don't uh -huh. want to hear none of that. The people want to hear some information. That's mm -hmm. all we're here for. So y'all want to argue, I'm going to X you out. That's it. I'm cutting everybody off. I'm letting y'all know that right now. Hold on. 
Man, ain't nobody send me a letter. And that goes for the chat room too. If That's right. Stupid, if you stupid motherfucking niggas wanna fuck it up for the chat room, I will X out the chat room and it won't be no chat room. All right? So if you wanna keep it peace, let's keep it peace. That go for you two stupid motherfuckers in the chat. Not all of you. I'm just talking about the dumb motherfuckers. You know who I'm talking about. So I'm waiting till we, all right, we got young Pharaoh in the building. We got Unk, we got Dr. Oya, my aunt. Who else we waiting on? We waiting on the general. You can wait on that one. Let me see. So I want to make and set the rules up again. I hey, got both of these. Right there. I got all these Macs right here working for me. <laughs> plus this one. Hey, Pharaoh, that's my nephew right there. What's up, man? <laughs> man, y'all better. Hey, um, I hope you you gonna need every book on that shelf for this tonight. <laughs> there you go. Man, you every book on that shelf. Man, you gotta speak for how you doing, brother? How, how you doing, nephew? Listen, man, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Testing, I'm, testing, testing. I'm telling y'all right that now, y'all right but y'all gonna need all this scholarship y'all can muster. Testing, testing, one two, one two, one two. We boy, for you. One, one thing I'm gonna give you, yo, you got heart, boy. I'm gonna give you that. I swear to God, man, I'm gonna give you that. All right, what's going on with the family, y'all? We coming in. A, 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 um, uh, 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 get everybody in formation real fast. Give me one sec. Peace, young Pharaoh. How you doing, King? Peace. I'm all right. I'm all right. Just you know, advancing. Hey, I can dig it. That's what it's about. That's what's what the call. About. What's the what's the word on my brother Seti? Oh, I um, I kicked him the link. He got he throwing his phone in the charger, so he said he he said he gonna come in on the webcam. If that don't work, he gonna call in. So right, that's cool. Yeah, I want Seti to hear the rules too, cause you know how Seti get. All right, he got, the, he got to hear the rules, man. Well, I'm texting. Him. I'm out there texting him right now and telling him to try to jump in. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do a whole lot of talking. I'm just gonna show my sources and references. That's all I'm gonna do. Don't worry. I know. See, I know. I know how the game go. Uh, by now. So with that being said, I'm coming out with references, and then I'm just gonna start butchering the whole thing. Hey so yo, hey Pharaoh, you know what's funny, yo? What's before up? we start, before we start, look behind you. I don't want to hear that. Cause that's no, not look behind you. I know look what you about to say. I ain't talking about your books. I ain't gonna joke. Look, look to your right. See that? Yeah, take that picture down, dog. It's got glyphs on that, right? <laughs> hey yo, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what was. I'm gonna tell you what was funny though. I, I honestly thought this shit was funny though. When what? you was like, uh, Pharaoh and Prince York had my computer levitated. I, I, <laughs> I bust the fuck. I thought that was some of the funniest. I said, oh, this nigga crazy. But, I mean, this all. ain't number love, yo. You good? Oh, hey, right. hey, said, oh, oh. hey, young Pharaoh. You guys are yeah. Hey, young Pharaoh, look, and I'm gonna say this because Sinetta already got us live. And, um, you know, this is no no disc or nothing like that. But, you know, as as a teacher in the community, um, we, we always talk about good character and um, having good character and being a teacher means that you have the ability to exercise humility. So, you know, like uh, the, when you and I and, and brother Ankh were on a chat one time and he hit you with the A double zero marker. OK. 
the lineage that goes back 368,000 years. It was okay, young brother, to conceive. It's nothing wrong with saying, you know, you have a good point. Nothing is wrong with conceding. I just feel like, and this is not just you, um, young Pharaoh, this is even um, brother Ong and some of the other brothers. I tell them all the time that it's nothing wrong with saying, hey brother, you made a good point or hey brother, you got me. Because what that really shows is humility. And as a teacher, you always have to exercise humility. If you're wrong, you're wrong. And if you don't know, and if you don't know, it's okay to say, I don't know. You know, sometimes when people come at me and they ask me certain questions, I might say, look, I don't know. That's beyond the scope of my research or no, I haven't looked into that yet. So that's called humility at the end of the day. So it's okay to concede, it's okay to say, you know, young Pharaoh, you made a good point. Brother Saw, you made a good point. Brother Ankh, you made a good point. Oh man, you got me on that. I never looked, I never looked for that. You understand what I'm saying? Because we had to understand, we had to understand that there's no pinnacle of growth. That we must understand that there is no pinnacle of growth and that knowledge is infinite. So you never know, you never know everything. You never know everything. So Hold on, Dr. Oyaru. Hold on for a minute. Hey, Sarnetta. What's Look up? on your screen, right? Push that green button. No, no, go down to your, uh, hold on. There's a toolbox on there, right? Yes. Tool, click that open and look for the middle screen, yo. And take that off the way your icons ain't showing down the bottom. So we can hit a full screen. Oh, okay. The tool where it says that we got the wrench at? Yeah, click that real quick. Okay. It opened up. Now get now click the, put the, check the middle box. Where? It's in the middle. What does it say? It's in the middle. See, you got three of them, three questions, right? It says um, broadcast larger video. That one? The one in the middle, right? Yeah, you want me to say yes? Yeah, yes, do that. But I want to be able to kick your ass out. I want. Yeah, I need to see all that. You ain't going to kick me out. I'm be on my best behavior. Now, go ahead and X out of there. You did yeah, it. Yeah, uh, response to that is, you know, I don't, I don't disagree with anything you say. Hold on, hold on for a minute. I did that. Now, what I do? X out of there? Yeah, just X out up the top. I, I still cool. see y'all on the bottom. Yeah, you can, but the people out there can't see all of us. They just gonna get oh, the full okay. screen. I got you. All right. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't disagree with anything you said. You know, as far as saying I, certain things, I don't know. I I've never had a problem with that, but I just don't want everybody to uh try to CCB me, and what that means is make me the conscious community bad guy because you know I definitely get get very aggressive and get rowdy. That's that's. A part of my personality but um in certain cases me and Unk have both gotten out of line with each other so yeah. when it comes to things with me and Unk, i can i can admit and say it's been times i didn't jump out my tree he didn't jump out his tree so i just i don't want to play the blame it's Unk's fault or it's my fault i want to say that through a year and a half of becoming very verbally confrontational with people back and forth i'm able to say that i grew past that so I just don't want everybody to look at it like it's my fault because it ain't my fault all the time. Sometimes it's damn sure my fault though. It is. But right. oh, it let me say this real quick. Um, I want to send a black power shout out to the elder, y'all. Y'all know who he is. He's in the building. Ooh. He go by the name of Solo To T O O F. Solo To. However you pronounce that. Y'all know <laughs> who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about, right, Pharaoh? No. This the elder man that be busting our ass sometimes. <laughs> he be busting your ass. Oh, he be busting my ass. Gotta, you mean the old, the old guy? I don't, I don't yeah, the old guy. Huh? 
from Chicago, right? Yeah, this the older, the OG, the elder. He's in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Tell him, tell, tell him, sit back. I seen that video he did about me. I tried to give him my <laughs> phone number so we could talk. Yeah. <laughs> You should yeah, give him a link so he can get some work too. Hey, I'ma tell I'ma tell you, I'ma tell y'all this though, I'm in Rasquad. I ain't playing with y'all today. Yeah, I got his number. I should give him a call. Let him let him say something till I get ready. I'm letting y'all know I'm trying to make I, I it will there will be I'm telling you, because it's dangerous when you get a lot of people get in the ring and don't make it out now. So I'm y'all got a chance now to hit the red button and get off. Because I'm telling you, once this thing gets started, <laughs> you got a lot of hope. Once this thing gets started now, y'all might be trying to put the I'm around squad back together. I'm coming with I'm coming with that heat and it's not a firefighter suit you can wear to stop. Yo, it. what I need you to do is so we can get started. All right, let me let me call. Let me just call. Forget, hey, forget it. Let me get a text. Let me get a text. Gonna find a way now. You're gonna leave I, it there by yourself, boy. You're in trouble. I gotta look horrible if I bust on all y'all by myself and just crush on all y'all. That's gonna look horrible for y'all. That's gonna look horrible for the Anarashua. Not scholarship. Not <laughs> Not the scholarship, but I'm in rock. Uh oh. Uh oh. You know how to put on the Magi Archer shirt. Uh oh. Is that <laughs> he breaks out the Magi Archers? <laughs> yes, sir. So we just waiting for you to uh jump in the chat so they so the rules can be explained. All right. No, it's in your email. Just go in your email, and when you hit the link, you are gonna see it. What's going on, Joe? What's up with you, brother? Hey, Harry, come right now. What's up, Joe? Everybody, chill out for a minute. Peace, peace. What's up, man? Yo, what's going on, Elder? What's up, Yeah, I see you in the chat room, man. I see you in the chat room. What's up, Elder? It's all good, man. Yo, are you ready to watch the show? We got Pharaoh. We got. We yeah, got my, my, my brother, man. I love oh, you talking about him? Yo, who you, like, who you going with, man? Pharaoh some video down that he put up there. Yeah, who you going with? I'm down. <laughs> oh, you rolling with Pharaoh? So you rolling with Pharaoh, Elder? Brother, on um, he was so stupid with the popcorn. <laughs> Yo, y'all, hold on, y'all, y'all, be quiet for a minute. Hold on. Oh. I got the elder on. I got the elder on. Um, why are you going with Pharaoh, brother? No, he's more intelligent than uh, he's he gonna beat him scientifically. You know, Pharaoh is out of sight, man. Okay, okay. He, he break it down scientifically, fact by fact. All right. Yeah. What do you think about the Amara squad? You don't think they scientific? You don't think they they got the information? What uh? I like the sister Mayor. She's she, she, she very strong. Okay, okay. Yo, I want to say, man, I want to thank you, regardless of you banging on me or not, brother. I still got, I still got <laughs> I love for you. Man. I know. I, on myself. <laughs> I still got love for you, brother, and I appreciate I got, you. Somebody want to tell you I'm from New Orleans, not Chicago. Oh, okay. I'm well, from New Orleans. Well, I yeah, want to say, I'm brother. I got I'm an old man from Lawless. All right. Well, I want to say I respect you, brother, for you even being able to hang out with us, brother. That's oh, peace, man. I'm man. trying to do my can thing, I, Can I say something to him, Tom? Let him thing. Hold you on. started me on all this. Thank you, brother. The conscious thing when I first started listening to your uh, Black News 101. 101, uh, right. 
Yeah, you you set me up, and I start listening to Dr. Pan and uh, you know Valentine, uh, uh, Sunrise Suit and said it. <laughs> I heard look Young Pharaoh. That really in the naked video. Hey, I got Uncle want to ask you a question. though. he want to say something. Yeah, yeah. Put Uncle on there. And he put one of my videos. How you doing, Elder? You know I respect you. That's why I put your video up. I wanted the world to see your critique about me. I wasn't mad at you. At I love all. you, man. I love all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Elder, look. Love all y'all. Look, look, when you get a chance, go outside and look in your back window. I sent the space. I'm trying to come up to New York next summer. <laughs> I'm 125th. I might, I'm trying to get up there next summer. Yeah, that'll be peace. I would love to see you out there. I want right. to sit on side and let all right, my That's brother. Right. All right, thank you for tuning in. Let me get back before, to the show. Before, before I go, I'm going to shout out to Sister Sapphire. I'm going to shout out to all the time at the game. Uh, the Nine Member Squad and Young Pharaoh, you the king, you the man. All right, thank you, brother. Peace and love to all the black family. Peace, brother. Peace and love, Peace. Yeah, you know, we got to get an elder some play, man, because he could be doing a whole lot of other stuff. He's here hanging out with y'all. Y'all are considered the youth. So I'm waiting on the general. Ferrell, what's right up, there. man? He right there. I just got the phone him. He said he's going in his email right now. He right there. Uh, he in the chat. Y'all see him? He right there. Oh, where are we at? The dog hiding out? The light on, man. Uh, Seti, that's you, Seti? Yo, make sure you're not on mute, Seti. He ain't on The general, is that you? <laughs> I may have been in the back. All right, yo, Farrell, you oh, he just went off. He just went off. They probably he'll 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 tell Say hold up to everybody. Hotel. What's up, my brother? All right, hotel. Sarnetta, hotel, uh young Pharaoh, Dr. Maat, Unk. I see a saw away from his desk. Black power to everybody. So you better, you see, I got my popcorn. I got my popcorn. Get it early. It's gonna be a knockout early. Get it Uncle early. Cat. Hey, Uncle Cat, you got your pop. You got your popcorn. Look what I have. You got your wine. Yeah, we get it over real quick. <laughs> okay. All right. Come on, Seti, man. All right. This is all right. We got Seti in the building. Peace to my brother, the General Sarah Super Seti. All right. This is what I want to do. I want to break down the rules for you. And I don't want to be talking. You already hear my voice. I can never get my voice back to normal, man. I'm trying to get my voice back. Okay, this is what we're going to do. There is absolutely family. No screaming over each other. When there's one person talking, we don't want nobody else screaming over the person. When there's one person on the mic, he got the mic alone. All right? There's absolutely... No disrespecting each other. No calling each other's names. No, you bitch, you faggot, you punk. Wait till I see you. We all bad in this motherfucker. We all gangsters, all right? We all conscious gangsters. So now, with that being said, you all have five minutes to lay down your point, but I'm going to allow Pharaoh and Seti to set the tone, to open up, to say what they got to say. Once they say and lay down their foundation, then we begin 
to open up everybody's mic. So I'm gonna ask Dr. Ma'at, Unk, my man Ujau, what's what's up? Um, so pronounce your name again, brother. Ujau. Ujaro. Every every right. everybody. My man Sanjetti. I'm gonna put my it on. My man Sanjetti and Asaf, sure. please put y'all on on mute. Put it on mute because we want to hear some information. The people in the chat room. We got 1,700 people listening. They don't want to hear arguing. They could be doing something else. Now, for the chat room, we don't want to see no bullshitting on your part because I will delete the chat. You know I will do it. But I want y'all to have some fun and go in, but I want y'all to be respectful as well in the chat because once I delete the chat, I'm not bringing the chat back on, all right? So for the chat room, here's your job. If anybody going in on me, I want all of you to bang on that motherfucker. Or I'm going to delete the damn chat. That's it. So with that being said, I want to introduce to you, Young Pharaoh is here in the General Sarasut and Seti, and they are making their claim that the Metunetta has not been deciphered. The Metunetta has never been deciphered. So with that, my brother Pharaoh, let me see what time is it. It is 7.30. Pharaoh, you got the floor, my brother. State your case. All right. I ain't gonna, this, this shouldn't even take too long. I'm putting it, I'm coming out, laying y'all down. So I'm letting y'all know now. When I'm done giving this build I'm about to give, it's going to be like eight mile with Eminem. I doubt if you have anything to refute with. So we coming with facts. First, we're going to throw the references out there. This is all camera. For anybody listening, hit the tape, rewind the tape, get the reference, research it. First, and I'm I'm, I'm letting y'all know now, when y'all see me reaching over here, I ain't cheating. I got my pen and I got my notes like I did when I was on here with Prince York. So you see me writing or whatever, I'm, 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 I'm engaged. So one, I'm going to throw my first reference out there. Read, writing late Egyptian, heretic or hieratic, however you pronounce the word, <laughs> by Sheldon Goslin. Read, Coptic Egyptian, uh, Sahidic dialect by Chris. Um, it's a Spanish last name spelled R E I N T G S. I'm gonna say ring ring tears, however you say it. That's how you spell it. And read hieroglyphics, the writings of ancient Egypt by Maria Bitro. Now, before I start, hold on. This is Seti right here on my phone. Hold on. Peace. Right. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to, I'm about to get you in right now. Hold on, one sec. Don't hang up. Hold on. Tell him to call my phone, Pharaoh. I'm about to do it. Just hit, just merge. I'm about to just merge it and hit mute. I mean, merge it, get him on and hit mute on my end. Okay. Nah, because it's gonna be sounding messed up. All right. It's gonna sound messed up because I'm gonna hear you talking in the background. All right. It's gonna sound crazy if I, uh, if I merge it. So just call Sarnetta directly. Yeah. All right. He calling you now. So you want me to go in or you want me to wait for him? All right. Wait for him. Wait for him right now. All right. Hey, Pharaoh. Hey. You see, I got my popcorn. Get your popcorn, son. <laughs> Get you out here early, son. Get your popcorn. Hey, Pharaoh. Yo. You don't know how to do slides? I got to teach you how to do slides on your um computer. I do. I could have I made a PowerPoint on here, but I didn't. I didn't. Uh, 
What you All right, all right, hold on. We got the general in the building. Peace and black power to my brother Seti. What up? Black power, what's up, sir? All right, all right, Seti. In case you miss anything, did you hear the rules, Seti? I didn't hear nothing. My phone was messing up. Okay, here we go. What we're going to be doing is there's absolutely no disrespecting each other. There's no calling each other's names. There's no bitch ass nigga. That's none of that. We ain't going to be cursing each other out. We just want to get through the information, my brother. Is that I'm good? good. I, I ain't got a long, I ain't got a whole lot of time, no way. All right. So I'm, I'm opening up the floor for you and Pharaoh to state your case. Do you want to go first and let Pharaoh go behind you or what? What's up? No, you, I'll let Pharaoh go first. All right, go ahead, really Brother Pharaoh. On the back end. All right, go ahead, Pharaoh. Let's go. All right, now that y'all got the references, we're going to go in order. Now, I'm showing this book to let y'all know that this is one of my references as well. Now, the four texts or four languages, primarily I'm going to be focusing on three, but you're going to hear me mention four. The fourth one I'm going to be talking about not so much is Greek text. All the time periods that I'm letting y'all know that I'm referencing is from 334 BC to 30 BC, which is when the Greeks um, had their reign in Egypt. And then from 30 BC to 400 BC, when it was under Jewish rule. And this is predicated uh, via Chancellor Williams. So when you hear me talk about the origin and the manifestation of the, in order, demotic text, heretic text, it's spelled H-I-E-R-O-T-I-C. So if I'm pronunciating it wrong and you want to go look it up, that's how you find it. In the Coptic text, all of these texts were created during these time periods, which we clearly can see via the research of Chancellor Williams. African Egyptians were already being eradicated and pushed out of their own land and their spiritual systems via more systems but right now we're dealing with the hieroglyphic which is a part of the african egyptian spiritual system was being eradicated and forbidden during this time now with that being said let me go in okay now we want to deal with hieroglyphic what is a hieroglyphic well i wrote down the definition of a hieroglyphic you can go look it up if you don't think i'm telling the truth the definition of a hieroglyphic is an enigmatic or incomprehensible symbol of writing so according to the european a hieroglyphic is something that you cannot read. So now let's just get that on the table first before we go any further. The European, by his own definition of a hieroglyphic, is a symbol or format of writing that is incomprehensible. Now continuing on, we want to ask, because I asked Prince York this question, I'm going to say it again. I asked Prince York, what kind of text is a hieroglyph? Is it an ideographic text or a grammatical text? He incorrectly answered grammatical text, which it's not. It's an ideographic text. Now, what is an ideographic text? I have the definition printed out right here. I'll read it for you. You can look this up yourself too. What is an ideograph? An ideogram or an ideograph is a graphic symbol that represents an idea or concept independent of any particular language and specific words or phrases. Some ideograms are comprehensible only by familiarity with prior conventions. Now, why is this important? I want y'all to zone in on prior convention as I continue to state my case. The Dometic text, the Herodic text, and the Coptic text, which I'm getting ready to, to destroy, are all alleged mediums which were used to translate the Metanecha. But yet, none of these were around 
the conventional creation of the hieroglyphics. So now we can debate and argue how old Egypt is another time. But according to the destruction of black civilization and the, and the average person's public um, knowledge that they have access to, let's say Egypt started 30, around 3200 BC. So according to 3200 BC is when the first hieroglyphics were manifested in Egypt, according to uh, the destruction of black civilization and public documentation. Now, the Demotic text, the Heretic text, and the Coptic text were all created 650 BC and down. So this is 2,500 years of a gap, approximately, of these two textual manifestations. So now, as I continue, I just want y'all to understand in y'all mind how far after Africans had already established the hieroglyphic system of understanding is the time gap between the Europeans not only created their hybrid language predicated up and, and uh, manifested upon each other, but how, as I just broke down in the definition, most ideographs can only be understood by those who were there when they were created. The, the Europeans were at least after the creation of the hieroglyphics 2000 years minimum. So I doubt that they understood what was on the mind of those African Egyptians. Now continuing my point. Let me show y'all because I, I have a feeling somebody in here family is gonna try to say, oh, heretic text or Coptic text or Demetic text is a form of what you call curvasive hierog hieroglyphs. So now let me break down the difference between a regular hieroglyph and a curvasive hieroglyph. Now, if you look up and reference those books I gave in the beginning, it states that heretic texts are not curvasive hieroglyphs and were created in name after the Greek um, term heretical, which means priestly writing, and they were used in the second century AD by Europeans to distinguish it from hieroglyphics specifically. So this, her, this her, um, heretic text was used to let you know we are not talking about this. They couldn't even understand this, which I'll be going into without taking too much time. So now if you look at the bottom family, this is what they call curvasive hieroglyphics. Now this is what you just would call a hieroglyphic. Now notice, curvasive and curvasive hieroglyphics, you don't see things uh, like objectual structures or things such as that. You just see uh, the majority of this, what you see is just natural, uh, either animals or, 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 or um, beings in nature. You don't see like tables and things like that in curvasive hieroglyphics. So now why is this important? As I'm continuing on and I'm getting ready to go into the science now, I want y'all to have an understanding of what a hieroglyphic is. So when I break down the meaning of a sacral text, which Demetic text, Coptic text, and Heretic text is, you can understand why they're not the same. Now, her Heretic text, Demetic text, and Coptic text can only be read from right to left. Hieroglyphics and curvasive hieroglyphics can be read in any direction. So you can read this from down to up, up to down, right to left, left to right, diagonal, 45 degrees this way. You can read this in a circle. So now why is this important? Because let's say during Dynasty One of Egypt, this was read down to up. But then during the second dynasty, they wrote some hieroglyphics and they was read right to left. I want to know, not only am I going to break down the languages of these three fictitious uh, texts that were alleged to use to be translational mediums. I want to know how do you or any Egyptologist know what specific direction the Metanetra was read 
during any of these dozens of dynasties to even know if you know what they said at that time because you might have thought it was read from left to right it might have been read this damn way during dynasty three so then dynasty four might have been read this way so what egyptologists went and combed through each of these uh mental these mental premises and just found out which way the african egyptians read images now why am i bringing this up you might say pharaoh that's you bring that up for no reason because here i have the coffin text and i have the pyramid text now the pyramid text is from the fifth and sixth dynasties of egypt and this is from the 11th and 12th dynasties of egypt so now let's just say the pyramid text was written from southwest to northeast and this was written from west to northeast you don't know so how did you know the mental understanding and premise that those african people at that time had to be able to know exactly how and what angle and what direction to read the meta nature for thousands of years of dynasties up until the european came so remember i told y'all there's at least a 2400 2500 year gap between the original manifestation of hieroglyphics and the european generated languages used to allegedly translate them so how did you comb through 2500 years of hieroglyphic reading directions to understand and assert what they said and tell me how did you who told you that it was read that way because those african egyptians were either dead or forced out of their land so there's no way you're going to get around that now let me go into the text now family mm -hmm. now first you have demotic text demotic text was created in 650 bc approximately now in order you have demotic text and then alongside i mean after demotic text you have greek text and then you have parodic text and you have coptic text now i'm gonna bury all of these texts in order and i'm gonna let y'all do what y'all do now with demotic text demotic text was created by herodotus who was a white european greek so get this in your head it was not created by a black african once again demotic text was created by herodotus who was a white european greek in order to establish it from hieroglyphics because he was unable to read the hieroglyphics now why is demotic text important because herodic text is cousins to demotic text as well as coptic text now herodic text was created and established around and in, in, uh enforced around second century a.d now this is a big this is about a 800 year gap between demotic text and herodic text as well as coptic text was created by the biggest largest christian church in egypt that was established by europeans so now you have three languages and writing systems in africa at this time created by non-africans now let's go in on them demotic text has been factually proven and and, and recognized by european scholars and egyptologists to have 14 out of 29 of his letters to be incorrect so if you're dealing with math ratios as i said before prince york that means 45 to 50 percent of any uh of the of the grammatical uh alphabetic alphabet sequences in dometic text are wrong so now why is this important hermetic herotic text borrowed alphabetic characters from dometic text as well as captic text so that means herotic text and captic text are now 45 to 50 percent incorrect by default so now let's go in a little bit further when you say they translated the rosetta stone the rosetta stone was created by Ptolemy V in 196 BC. So we know that according to the destruction of civilization in 196 BC, the Europeans had already infiltrated Egypt 
and began to suppress, ban, and eradicate the African Egyptian spiritual system. The Rosetta Stone was put into commission to be manufactured and manifested by a European. So now when we're dealing with the translation of the Rosetta Stone, it comes in three layers of text. You have hieroglyphic text at the top. In the middle, you have 32 lines of Demetic text. And then at the bottom, you have Greek text. Now, it is alleged that the Aretta Stone, which was found in 1799, family, it's only 2016. It's oh, Keep that in mind. It's only 2016. So in 1799, when this stone that was created in 196 BC was found, the Demetic text, which is in the middle portion of the stone, is what is alleged to have been used to translate and be able to correspond with the meta -nature. Now, I'm going to tell you why this is wrong on two levels, and I'm going to keep the rest of my information to me, and I'm going to allow people a chance to go. But one, this is wrong because, as I just stated, 14 out of 29 other characters are wrong. So that means even if they did translate the meta nature, 45 to 50% of whatever you think you're reading today is wrong. Now, why else can't you translate the meta nature? I pulled this out before, I'll pull it out again. The meta nature is an ideograph. What is an ideograph? An idea void of a language or a phrase. So now this is an example of an ideograph, family. You got the scarab, am I this upside down? You got the scarab beetle, and then you got the skull. This is not a letter, word, or phrase. It's a pictorial idea. So this was the ancestors, without going into the science of the beetle, trying to deliver you information on your cranial system predicated upon the visual image and synonymous, and, um, and synonymous um, appearance of the back of the beetle. So now, I'm going to give you one more. The eye of Horus, which is actually the meridian of your brain. The hypothalamus, uh, you see the hypothalamus gland, and what looks like it will be the nose of the eye of Horus is the hypothalamus gland. The eye of Horus, the actual pupil, is the pineal gland. The eyebrow of the eye of Horus is the corpus callosum. So now, this is not a letter, word, or phrase, family. It's a pictorial idea meant to convey you a message about your brain structure. I'm going to give you one last. Haru, the hawk. Falcon, whatever you want to call it, is allegedly translated into the letter A. Now, the, the um, Haru, as I gave this example last time, Haru, the bird, the falcon, the hawk, whatever you want to call it, Horus, is able to fly above any storm and is 99.9% .9 accurate whenever it swoops down on its prey. So this was an ideograph of the ancestors trying to convey the message to you to always be in your higher self despite the negative circumstances of your environment and to always be accurate in what it is you set out to do. So now with that being said, not only does the definition of an ideograph, which hieroglyphics are documented factually to be ideographs, not grammatical al or alphabet words or text. So the fact that this is just an idea and not a letter, word or phrase, how did you translate an idea into a letter? So I need one of y'all to show me this. How did you go to Egypt? Mind you, this was set in stone 25,000 years minimum before your European self was even thought of. And let alone, you already have documented the hieroglyphics to be something that's in uncomprehensible to you. So how did you go and translate something that's incomprehensible to you to give it a meaning? Now, what are these letters? Now, I'm going to end on this, family, because I'm going to give everybody a shot before I give all my juice. Demetic text, Coptic text, and heretic text are what they call sacral text. Now, what is a sacral text by definition? It is a it is a um 
a literary piece of text that is void of spiritual meaning. So now the letter A would be considered sacral text. This um, ideograph clearly was a part of a spiritual writing system. So how did you translate this into something that's no longer spiritual? How did you take an ideograph and turn it into a sacral text? AKA, how did you take a spiritual uh, mental construct and turn it into a non-spiritual blatant letter? Because you didn't translate it. So with that being said, before I give the juice, before I give any more dates, before I give any more, uh, whatchamacallit, Pete out there, I just want somebody to tell me, simply answer the question. How did they translate the metanature from a spiritual idea to a non-spiritual letter that has no meaning at all? And how were the Europeans able to create a language that Africans did not create? Dometic text is of European descent, Herodic text is of European descent, and Coptic text is of European descent. So how are these three um, languages qualified to translate the African writing system, which is not grammatical or linguistic at all. It's just simply mental perception. And let alone, how did they cipher through 25, 2,500 years worth of hieroglyphics that can be read any which way? How did they know which way to read 25,000 years worth of hieroglyphics? And I'm going to end on that. I'm going to keep the rest of my information to myself, but I want somebody to answer that. So whenever it's one of y'all time, please write it down and please come in and answer these questions. And don't All say right. All right. All right. Um, Peace and Black Power family. I want to first say this before I bring on the general. I want to say whenever you are asked a question, anybody from Pharaoh to SETI to the Amirah squad, if you are asked a question, you have to answer the question. If you don't know the question, you simply say, I don't know it. And we move on because we don't know everything. So if you are asked a question, you have to answer the question. Before we move further, either you know it or you don't. Now, I want to bring on the general, Sarah Sutanseti, because they are laying down their case. They are the one that's laying down their case. So they got to bring and present their case before the Armin Ross squad can rebuttal. So the general, you got the mic, my brother. All right. All right. Now, studying this for a minute, you can see clear and consistent. They're clear. The first one, when you're talking about the Rose, Rosetta stuff, the only word that they ever supposedly translated was Cleopatra. That because they looked into the cartoons and for some reason they come to understand that this must be royalty or king or queen. And so it, it, it's only through Cleopatra. That's the door that they came through. They didn't come through no other word. Cleopatra, looking in that cartoon and comparing it to supposedly what is Greek, even though we know it ain't no Greek, because the Greeks ain't got no language. He don't have no language. The Greeks don't get a language. They come into Egypt. Not before. They don't have paper. They don't have ink. They have no written literature. Okay? 
So the question becomes the NLP, some other uh, supposedly uh, transliteration that they make is with some more Pharaoh's names, some more Greek Pharaoh's uh, that they supposedly identify in cartouches. But it's only through the cartouches, the Greek ruler's name, that they get any so-called translation. Now, this becomes the question. How the fuck do you come up with a whole encyclopedia of words from a, a few Greek rulers' names? Now, if you translated the Greek rulers' name and you identified some, some supposedly Greek and then you identified and however you matched it up on the glyphs in the cartoons, that's the only translation that you truly, I'm going to give you that, that you didn't make. Only that. So the fact you got a whole fucking encyclopedia of words from some names of just men, you got a whole cosmos out here of all things that need to be defined. How do you do that with names of men? That's the only true translation that they made. That's it. If they had not identified Cleopatra in the cartoons, they would have no inroad into nothing. But that's the only translation that they made. I want to be clear about that. Uh, okay. Now we have to understand that Chateau supposedly come in the 1700s. That's almost down there a millennium and a half after the supposedly last inscription, which was at Feedland, around 340 AD. That was supposedly the last inscription. We know that's not true. We know that's not true, but we're going to go with that. So a millennium and a half has went by, and, and this man who, who lived 1,500 years after the last inscription, and miraculously, with no, he hadn't even went to Egypt. This man had been interpreted, uh, translated an uh, ancient language that he has never heard spoken. See, you're talking about anytime you learn a language, you, you have to hear it. Even the Rosetta Stone going to school, you have to hear it spoken. <laughs> to speak it. So when you look at what Chapelion made, he made a transliteration, meaning it's only it only to be written. You can write it out. KMT. Ain't no chimney. That's a cut. When you speak it, that's a cut. God damn it. It's a transliteration. It's only to be written. You can't speak it because it don't got loud. So if you added a vowel to it so you can speak it, that's two cuts. Your vowel and you speaking it. Shall I'm telling y'all made the transliteration. It's to be written. These niggas that put all type of vowel. Now this is the another key. How many vowels is it on the planet? Think about that. You just speaking in English, so you got English vowel. See how many vowels it, it is all over the planet. 
And that's how many people can take their vows, add it to them, Protestantness, and create thousands of words. Okay? You can say Timmy. You can say uh, Tammy. You can use the I. You can use the E. You can use the A, but then it's just English vibe. What about them who crack a little Lithuanian? They got their own vibe. Chinese, they got their own vibe. All over the world. So you can create thousands of words with that cut. Now, you talk about uh, caustic and all that's a cut that comes after. You never seen caustic on the wall. Never. It didn't exist at the time. You know, all of these, right? And when you look at how Cleopatra was uh, trans, uh, where they, you know, transliterated, let me be clear. The, the letters that they used in Greek were totally different than the English cosmic. That shit looked like some old, you know, some Greek letters. There wasn't no A's and no, you know, it, it wasn't spelled like Cleopatra how we see it. It, it had some funny looking letters in there. So from that Greek to the English is a cut. From them two European languages, it's a cut. It's too much cut. That shit is garbage. Man, I'm just running it down on you. You've never seen none of it. And then you go on, family going to bring some more cut on it. They're trying to clean it up. You've never seen no Coptic or no temples in ancient Egypt. Cannot be used. Did not exist at the time. The people are not even who's trying to make the transliteration are not even of the land. How the hell can you make that without the work of the people? You know what I'm saying? That you're talking about. You can make a transliteration in France without even going to Egypt? Is you serious? So, let me, wait a minute, let me get my other notes. Let me get my other notes. I ain't gonna bust y'all too hard. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I made that point. I made okay. Now the the Ptolemies, I'm gonna end with this. The Ptolemies. The first rulers with Alexander created that, that straight school at Alexandria. Okay? They took all the scrolls of ancient Egypt, they piled them down there in that uh, library. They had all these scholars come into Egypt at that time. Almost then, that was really they jump off. That was their first time having any institution anywhere in the world. Any style of uh, what you call philosopher prior to them coming into Alexandria is fake. They don't have no damn institution, no paper. How the hell are they going to uh, And you got the Ptolemies in there as rulers. They're in control of the priesthood, and they never produced an Egyptian hieroglyphic dictionary or anything, and they had the best opportunity of anybody to do that. They in control of Egypt for hundreds of years. They got the priests, they got every they got the people under control. They could force them people to do whatever. And why did they not make a Greek Egyptian hieroglyphic dictionary at that time? 
did not want to baptize because they did not speak ancient Egyptian. They did not welcome knowledge. That's what they initially speak about the colony. Well, I'm going to end with this. That it's a fact that the colony never spoke ancient Egyptian. The only one that was supposed to have spoke any Egyptian was the, the, the last Cleopatra. I read it. They did not. Well, to speak ancient Egyptian, they defined the language. That's what it speaks. Okay, so whatever they have today is fake. Based on that premise, it is fake. It's not from the land. It is not the language of any uh, African right now. You better mix it in, but ain't nobody speaking that shit. A niggas writing that shit. They're going to say, well, that's this and that's. That's a lie. Nobody is speaking that shit word for word like that nowhere on the planet. It's a fake life. I'm done. All right. Family, they have laid down their argument. We heard their argument. And um, I want to open the floor to Dr. Ma'at first because she called me. And she said I would like to take on the challenge of Brother Pharaoh. She saw the video on my channel and she called me immediately and said, Brother Sarnetta, I would accept that challenge. Why is this brother calling out um, Shaka? Why is he trying to call out Shaka knowing that Shaka don't know the Methunetta? That's right. I'm here. So Dr. Ma'at, I open the floor to you, sister. You got the floor. All right, I would like to begin. I hear people in the back, so if everyone can mute their mic, mic, that would be greatly appreciated. I would first uh, like to thank Peace and Black Power to all of the brothers on the panel, Armin Ross Squad Up. Peace to Young Pharaoh and peace to my brother, Sarah Sutton Seti. Um, brother Sinetta, the reason why I called you is because I am utterly, utterly disgusted with the information that is being disseminated in the community. I was highly offended um, when I heard these claims that the Medjunetta has not been translated. I feel like that is an insult to our master teachers. I feel like right now, Dr. Ben, after hearing what young Sparrow and, and Sarah Sun said he had to say about the Medjunetta, I think Dr. Ben is probably rolling around in his grave. All right. So it's an insult to the master teachers to say that the Medjunetta um, has not been translated. So the purpose of um, this discourse, Brother Sinetta, it really wasn't, it really isn't to convince young Pharaoh or Brother Sarah Sutton Seti that the, that the glyphs have been translated. This is really for the edification of the people. And I see that right now we have over 2,200 viewers right now. So the purpose of this discourse is to educate and teach the people. So I would like to salute the brothers and sisters in the chat room before I begin. Now, brother, brother, um, young Pharaoh, I really, really wish that you would have um, put together like a quick little PowerPoint to um, explain yourself or explain your, your 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 premise or claim to the people. I'm showing my screen right now, brother Sinetta. Can you see it? I see. All right. So this is my screen. And I actually put this together while uh, young Pharaoh was talking. And maybe when he re re rebuts uh, some of, you know, when he gives his rebuttal, maybe he can 
uh, address some of this and throw together a PowerPoint presentation real fast, a couple of slides, just rebutting what I'm getting ready to, um, or just to respond to what I'm getting ready to ask him. So he made the hypothesis that the glyphs have never been translated. So this is my question. When you, when you, when you put forth a claim or you make a hypothesis, you have to go through a series of steps before you come to a conclusion, all right? Now, one of the steps is to perform a review of literature. Now, young Pharaoh, when you began this talk, you showed about three books, all right? You showed about three books and a poster. And you said, well, I don't believe that the glyphs have been translated. And you showed three books and a poster. That is not a review of literature, okay? So now I'm getting ready to teach. That's not a review of literature. A review of literature is when you survey scholarly articles, books, and other sources relevant to a particular era, era, I'm sorry, area of research. So a review of literature does not consist of two or three or four books in a poster. You review the entire body of literature that exists on a particular topic. So you cannot uh, uh, put forth a premise and support that premise using two or three books, because that means that you haven't totally explored or um, exhausted the body of literature in that particular area, okay? So when you put forth a hypothesis, you have to do a review of literature. Then you have to do what we call a research. You have to put together a research methodology, a systematic process utilized to prove or disprove your hypothesis. So once I end, um, young Pharaoh, I really want you to tell the people, I really want you to explain to the people your research methodology, because this is a key in disproving or proving a hypothesis, because we got to remember that knowledge is only as good as the method by which it is obtained. And I know you might say, oh, well, Dr. Maya, she's coming with the white man science. You know, you're talking about research methodology. That's a Western invention. And I want to show you that it isn't. And now this is coming from uh, Civilization or bar Barbarism by Shank Antidi, page 274. And in his book, he talks about the Rhine Mathematical Papyrus. And I hate calling it the Rhine Mathematical Papyrus because we have to remember that the scribe was almost. So I would like to call this the almost papyrus. But anyway, in Civilization or barbar Barbarism, Shank Antidi talks about this papyrus. And he says that in the first line of this papyrus, it reads as such, that this papyrus contains the laws to study nature and to understand all that exists, each mystery and each secret. So our ancestors utilized laws. And what you're looking at right here is a facsimile, a facsimile of the Rhine papyrus for those people who, for people who do know how to read the glyph. This is the, the, the facsimile of the Rhine papyrus. And Brother Wujaru um, transliterated the um, first line of, of the papyrus as it's the correct method of investigating nature to know all that exists in all things. So our ancestors used methodology. So when I'm asking you to explain your research methodology to the 23 or 22 or 2200 people that are watching right now, I really would like for you to explain your, the systematic process that you utilize to prove or disprove the hypothesis that you presented. And then I would like you to also speak to the people about the evidence 
that you personally have collected on this particular topic. So I don't want you to just quote from books that you've read because now you're, that's just simply reviewing the literature. That's like a Bible, I mean, a, 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 a book review. I'm not asking you for a book review. I'm asking you to tell the people your review of literature, not the two, three books that you read on this topic. I wanna know the body of literature that you have read that, that substantiates your hypothesis. And I would like for you to explain step-by-step step your process, the process that you utilize to prove or disprove your hypothesis, okay? And then I would like for you to explain to us the evidence that you personally have collected, okay? And what I mean by that is, have you interviewed people um, regarding the Medjunetta? Have you consulted with African um, linguists? Uh, what are your observations? Have you looked at the glyphs? Have you studied these things on your own? A review of the documentation. So what evidence have you personally collected? Because right now I hear a lot of regurgitation. All I hear is, oh, I read these two, three books and this is why I am convinced. But two, three books cannot convince me. What, what convinces thinking people is when you have exhausted the body of literature. And you cannot tell me that you have exhausted the body of literature on this particular area of research by just simply telling me that you read two or three books. So with that said, I would like to know, and I'm directing this to you, Brother Pharaoh, please explain to the people the body of literature that you have reviewed, I, that all of it. I wanna know all of it, not the two, three references. I wanna know all of your references. And typically in academia, when you write proposals or you write dissertations, you have maybe 40, 50, 60, sometimes 100 references. And these references are primary sources, okay? So I don't wanna know secondary sources. I want primary sources in your review of literature because the book that you put up, no disrespect to brother Chancellor Williams, Destruction of the Black Civilization, but that's considered a secondary resource. I need you to show me primary resources, okay? Primary resources in your review of literature. Then I want you to break down your research methodology. And after that, I would like for you to tell the people the evidence that you personally have collected regarding this particular area of research. So we're not gonna quote Chancellor Williams. We're not gonna quote whoever. Evidence that you personally, and that's all I have. We're gonna go down the list. I got five minutes. I wanna go to um, Ujaru. Hold on, Sa, Sa, Sa. Yes. Not, not to skip Ujaru, but if you give me five minutes to answer her, I think it'd be more convenient because if everybody asks me questions, I can't go down the list remembering what everybody said. That's true. Go okay. ahead, Brother Farrell. You All got right, five so minutes. You got five minutes. Just say go. Go. All right, now, Dr. Maya, put your screen back like it was with your scientific methodology while I break this down. Now, for one, you never answered my question, so with all in respect to fair exchange, after I completely answer yours, I would like you to answer mine that I stated in the beginning of the video. After after my exchange. Now, with that being said, you completely ignore and try to belittle. And Hold on, time out, time out, time out. Somebody got to put their joint on mute because I hear feedback. It's not being clear. Uh, uh see if it's you. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, he on mute. Everybody's on. All right, go ahead, brother. All right, watch your time, sir. All right, I'm going to give you the time right now. It is 8-11. Go. 
go, I right, boom. You completely just ignored in, a, in, a, in an attempt to belittle my research, the, the references that I put out in the beginning of this video. So I'm gonna give them to you again. Now, when you say what tangible evidence have I collected, that's a trick question because you've never been to Egypt uh, and Uncle has never been to Egypt. So now that being said, don't name one of us have no physical tangible evidence. So we're all dealing with uh, book page research when it comes to the ancestors. So I'm dealing with the same evidence you're dealing with, with it, which is reading books predicated upon the alleged findings and understandings of my ancestors. Now, before I break this down, I'm going to give you the sites again. You've never been to Egypt, but these three authors that I'm going to name have, and one of their names is Sheldon Goslin. Another one is Chris, R-E-I-N-T-G-E-S. And the third one is Maria Vitro. And the first one wrote, Writing the Egyptian Herotic. So this is where my understanding on the Herotic language comes from. The second one wrote, Coptic Egyptian Sahadic Dialect. This is where my understanding on the Coptic Texan Dialect comes from. And the third one is from, is from Hieroglyphics, the writing of ancient Egypt. And this is where my understanding on Demotic texts come from. So now my acquired knowledge predicated upon these three languages come from three factually scholarly accredited of academicians who are professionals and masters in these fields. Now, with that being said, I only use Brother Chancellor Williams' book to give people an understanding on what time frame that I was trying to let them know these languages were manifested. And I only use the coffin text and pyramid text to let people know that the alleged translations of these books have at least a 2,500 year gap, being that the pyramid text was translated in the fifth and sixth dynasties and that the coffin text was translated during the 11th and 12th dynasties. So please don't try to belittle the research of someone who's been to Egypt and you yourself hasn't for two. Now, let me break down my methodology. The methodology, once understanding the Dometic text and understanding that the Herodic text and Coptic text are hybrid languages that were manifested off taking letters from the Demotic text, we can conclude that since the Demotic text is factually been proven and recorded to have 14 incorrect letters out of 29, anything translated out of that is 45 to 50% incorrect. Because if you're dealing with math and ratio, you know that 14 out of 29 of anything being incorrect is from 45 to 50% in ratio. So now, if the Rosetta Stone which is alleged to be the, the, the primary means of the translation of the Metanecha, the Dometic text on the Rosetta Stone, which is accredited to be the primary medium of which is used to translate the hieroglyphics is 45 to 50% incorrect, then we can conclude that anything translated through this medium is 45 to 50% incorrect. So there's no way you're going to tell me when we're dealing with, now we have the evidence collected. We know that through these actual scholars who have been to Europe, I mean, who have been to Egypt, unlike me, you, or Unk, who are masters in the languages of Demetic Coptic and Heretic texts, have factually documented that Demetic text is 45 to 50% incorrect, and that the Rosetta Stone, which is also accredited by scholars, said to be the primary means of use for the transliteration of the Metanecha, then we can conclude through common sense that 45 to 50% of whatever they alleged to have translated was incorrect. Now, why did I bring up Chancellor Williams' book again, if you don't feel satisfied with my answer? Because Chancellor Williams states specifically in his book 
that during these time periods that the Demetic texts, Herodic texts, and Coptic texts were manifested, Africans were pushed out of Egypt and their spirituality as well as any other thing, anything else that had to do with African heritage and culture was being suppressed. So Tom. when the year Tom. All right, I want to move on to Brother Brother Hold on, my because if I do, y'all gonna be going back and forth. No, 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 brother Sa, I'm not going back and forth at all. I'm not going back and forth at all, brother Sai. I just wanted to say for the record, he does not know where I've been for the record. Okay, you get back to that. You do not have to go to Egypt to read the facsimiles. That sounds ridiculous. So I'm gonna put my phone, okay. I'm gonna put it on mute. All right, brother Unk, you got five minutes. All right, black African politics. Hold, hold, hold on. You can look up on the top of your computer and see that it is 816. Yeah, you got yeah. Five minutes. Let's go. Yeah, but you, gave, you gave them, you know, you gave them time. Look, first of all, we got all right, brothers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me explain to you why I gave them the time and then so y'all won't feel slighted. Because these are the brothers that's bringing forth their argument. The Arm and Rod Squad has one, two, three, four, five people. So I would let Dr. Ma'at give up her opening case. Why the Medunetta? But everybody else gets five minutes. Because if I give all of y'all 30 minutes, the show will be over. So what I'm saying is I'm letting the major key players give their opening argument. Everybody else, you got five minutes. Hold on. So that way it could come right back down to you. It's going to come all back right. down. Now, right, we hold on. We ain't even opened up the floor yet for the questions. The questions is going to come once everybody laid down their premise. So go ahead, Brother Unk. The time is 8.17. Let's go. All right. First of all, uh, we have we have brothers and sisters on the Amaral squad that has been a chemist. So that's the default. You know, we, we, we're an organization, right? And, you know, everybody ain't got to go to chemist. First of all, I'm not an Egyptian dude. Second point, he spoke of Chancellor Williams' work right what he should have read was the origin of writing right it's called the development of writing on page i believe uh 134 and he and chancellor williams absolutely talks about how uh how the temples were storehouses of egyptian history and he gives a lesson on how they was deciphered so you see my book actually has been read and it's falling apart he got a crispy book next point right Here's my absolute proof. I'm going to show you uh, a facsimile, a direct copy from the original. What we have here is what? It's called the atlas, the illustrated atlas of the human body. And before I get to that, right, I don't know what I'm going to call uh, young brother Pharaoh, and I don't know what I'm going to call uh, brother Seti, because since the hieroglyphics has not been deciphered, then why are they using Egyptian names? I am very, very confused at this point. So I don't know what I'm going to call them, brothers. What I will do is this, though. I'm going to come to the atlas of the human body. Right? I'm going to come to a facsimile. Uh, here you go. Now, this is the white boy saying. Now, watch this. You see that? Look at this. And you know what they said? This is the basis of modern medicine. So this is the answer to red pill. Check this out. The basis of modern medicine stands on the shoulder of the decipherment of the African medical text. Point blank. How do we know it's been deciphered? Because we can go to the hospital, right, and use medicines. That's why we know it's been deciphered. Let's go right here. It says the Ebron Smith Papyrus, written in ancient Egyptian script, 
1,900 BCE. It is the earliest known medical literature consisting of 48 case histories and describes conditions, diagnoses, and treatments. This is where they get that from. They get this from Africa. Here it go. There's no getting around this. And actually, they have a timetable here. And guess what they have in a timetable? They say at 2,650 BCE, I am Hotep. Oh my, he's a physician. And they're using his work, right, in modern medicine. It's right here. Back to the facsimile. Since everybody wants facsimiles, direct copy from the original is right here. Reference. Next, I want to go to Dr. Ben's work because now I want to know who y'all teachers are. That's all I want to know. I'm tired of the talk and I'm tired of the rhetoric. So let me share my screen right here. Share my screen. We're going to get right to it. Get to the screen. Hold on. Get right to the Rosetta Stone. See what Dr. Ben got to say about this. All right. Can y'all see my screen? Yes, sir. All right. We see my screen. This is Dr. Ben's work. Black man and now in his family. All right. We're coming to page 282. Okay. The graph reproduction of Rosetta Stone. He says the Rosetta Stone was illegally taken from Egypt by one of Napoleon's army officers in 1799 during the French invasion of Egypt and Africa. It is uh, permanently, uh, it was looted in the British Museum. So we see Dr. Ben here, right, showing you the Rosetta Stone. And guess what he shows you? The Greek, the demonic, and the hieroglyphic. Now let's go to the next page right here. Watch this. Back to the medicine again. This says prescriptions for fertility control. Now, how would Dr. Ben know? It's right here, Plant Parenthood in the Nile in BC time. How would he know this? He says the so-called Eris Papyrus in 1550 BCE. The earliest known fertility control recipe. It says this is one of one of a compendium of medical inscriptions left by the indigenous Africans of the Nile Valley. Murray, Tanehisi, right? Monroe. It say it is a prescription for a medical tampon designated to prevent pregnancy. You know what? I'm not going to keep reading this. But all those listening right now understand that a lot of brothers and sisters is officially in checkmate right now. Why are they in checkmate? Because this is the great Dr. Ben's work. Dr. Ben is showing you this. Now, why would Dr. Ben lie to us? Why would Dr. Ben make that up? Why would he act like things have been translated that hasn't been translated? Very, very interesting. Tom, Unc, Tom. All right, we're going to get back to you, Unc. Get your shit ready. I want to move on to Brother Sinjetti. Brother Sinjetti, the time is 8.23. Go ahead, brother. All right, peace, peace, peace. Um, peace to all the listeners. Um, to you, um, Sinetta. Peace to Brother Young Farrell and Seti. Peace to the squad. Um, the metal nature has not been deciphered. You know, uh, there's a conversation they had in which uh, our brother Seti was on the phone. This is last year. You know, and if it's not been deciphered, then I'm trying to figure out why is it that these same brothers are walking around with comedic names? Like, like seriously, like, 
how you know, and again, and I respect my young brother Pharaoh, but however, you have a comedic name. So if it's not been deciphered, why are you using a comedic name? Okay. Same thing with our brother Seti, Intef. If it's not been deciphered, then how is it that you have a comedic name? And how is it that you have comedic tattoos? You know, it, it's you know, it gets a little ridiculous after a while. All right. So uh, I'm, a couple of contradictions I found. Um, our brother talked about the differences between cursive. It's not curvative. It's cursive hieroglyphs. Um, uh, hieratic and demotic. My thing is like, how do you even know that? If none of it's been deciphered, how are you knowing that? Okay, aside from you know reading the books, and that's that's fine. But you know why? Why you know are you in this business of telling us we can't do something? In fact, my question would be, did you even try? And it's it's really simple. You see, my thing is when I go into museums, and I've been to museums all across this country. You know, I see white children, 10 years old. I see Asians, and they're reading your stuff, right? They're reading our stuff, but yet we're walking, not well, not us, but some of y'all brothers are running around telling us we can't read it, okay? But did you even try? You know, doesn't, you know, there's nothing in this presentation or anything since I met you, brother, or setting that indicates that you even tried. When all the teachers, from Dr. Ben to Ashra Kwesi, all right, because I'm sure, you know, when uh, said he went to Kemet, that Ashra Kwesi read glyphs right in front of him. All right, so you're saying they can't read it? Those are your teachers. That doesn't make sense to me. All right, next point. Uh, our brother Farrell said that Herodotus created demotic. Well, how could that be when Herodotus was born in 484 BC, but the first demotic text, it goes back to 650 BCE. So that's a contradiction. I don't know how you can do that. Okay. Now, my next point is going to be this. I'm, uh, Dr. Mott talked about research methods. I want to talk about quickly uh, critical thinking, levels of critical thinking. Okay. Now, the first level of critical thinking is remembering. And this is the lowest level of cognition. All right. This is where you're just memorizing information, okay? That's the lowest level. The next level is understanding, okay? And this requires that you can explain ideas and concepts and locating and selecting and reporting and paraphrasing information. The next level is applying, all right? This is where you, where you take that information, you can write it, and you apply it. Analyzing. This is cognition where you are um, increasing, uh, where you can take things apart, you know the abstraction, you know the logical thought process, you can put it back together. All right. Then you have evaluation, and then then you can create things. All right. Well, you know, I commend my brother on being able to memorize a lot of information. Uh, however, when it comes to this particular topic, um, I do not see understanding. Okay. I don't see where you can take the where you're taking the concepts or you're properly locating this information of meta nature in an African context, all right, where you're selecting and you're able to report and paraphrase the information, okay? I don't see that. So if, if we're not getting to the level of understanding, okay, you de we definitely can't get to the level of applying or analyzing, okay? Let alone um, memorizing the signs or anything like that. And I'm going to, in regards to the actual signs, that's the part that Wuja is going to deal with, 
okay? But what information did you study to come to the conclusion that it can't be done? You have to have tried it yourself in order for you to say it can't be done. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I think that, you know, our brothers are probably having maybe some insecurity about the information, all right, just to be honest, and that they have people other than themselves who are expertise in it, but since they choose not to do it, not to say they can't do it, because if you actually applied yourself, my brother, all right, young Pharaoh, my brother, you can look at me too, bro. No, I'm you taking notes. I hear I'm taking notes. Oh, okay, all right, my man. So if you actually tried it, okay, take a class, or you can just give information online. I'm, I'm challenging you right now. One month from now, I want you to make a video telling us what the monoliterals are. Because I want you to actually try it, all right? Because at this point, I don't see either you or SETI who actually made the attempt. So when you make the claim that we can't do it, it actually devalues your claim. It sounds good. You're breaking down stuff, getting you know real uh, enthusiastic and everything like that. It doesn't mean anything when you're dealing with actual information. What is the content? The content actually in the claim is weak. Okay. Tom. Tom. Wait, stop, stop. Wait, 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 stop. Before you go, listen, listen, listen. I yeah. want you to think about this for a second. Three people have already went and asked me questions. If all of them go, I can't respond. If no, no. We're gonna get to the questions after they all make their opening statement as well. And right, then, right after um Asar, then we're gonna go into the question period where y'all gonna engage each other in questions. So I want to go to Ujaru and then Asar is next. Brother Ujaru, the time is 829. Let's go, brother. All right, hotel. Um, I'm gonna need a little bit more than five minutes. Or well, I, I I'll try to be as brief as I as I can. Because I'm, I'm gonna um make an attempt to actually answer young pharaohs and I want to say a uh, shout out peace to the uh, listeners peace to young pharaoh peace to yourself peace to the panel and uh, peace to brother Seti but uh, I want to go ahead and um show something a few things just to, I, I gotta lay some things down because there's a lot of uh, information that needs to that was skipped over and the brother needs to be uh, aware of so if you don't if you give me a second just to share my screen All right, if um, you may have to lock it on me for a second. All right, we see it. All right, so y'all can see that. Yes. All right, so so just bear with me, and hopefully everybody can follow along. I, I try to be brief but thorough as possible. So th these are these are some foundational um, uh, information that needs to be laid out. You know, we got we got we got to walk on the foundation. All right, so the question is, what is a writing system? A writing system is any conventional method of visually representing verbal communication. While both writing and speech are useful in conveying messages, writing differs in also being a reliable form of information storage and transfer. A set of physical written signs is called a script. The process of encoding and decoding writing systems involves shared understanding between the writers and the readers of the meaning behind the sets of characters that make up the script. The set of rules relating to a given set of written signs in a linguistic units represented, i.e. sounds and meaning, is called an orthography. All right? 
And and um, at the end of this, I got a whole I got a whole lot of uh, references, but for, for right now, I'm just showing that you can look this up online real quick at Omniglot, uh, the online encyclopedia for writing systems, and also this book, uh, Writing Systems and Introduction. All right. Now to continue, writing systems may be divided into two categories according to what kind of linguistic unit their signs represent. So for one. In logographic writing, each sign represents a meaningful element like a word or a morpheme. In a phonographic writing, each sign represents a phonetic or phonological element with no reference to meaning at all. Most modern writing systems are phonographic. For example, English. Chinese writing would be the most prominent example of a logographic writing system. Phonographic writing systems may be, uh, may be syllabic or phonemic according to which sign according to whether each sign represents a syllable or a phoneme so here's here's the two different um, categories of writing systems lo either logographic or phonographic and then phonographic can be further broken down into either syllabic or phonemic Jamie, syllabic simply means you know a, a complete syllable uh, such as you know if I say um, uh, bad bad or phonemic meaning one consonantal sound alright to continue a writing system is a set of rules relating a given set of written signs to a linguistic to the linguistic units represented again i.e. sounds and meaning the set of physical written signs is called a script writing systems may differ from one another in the script used in the underlying set of rules or in both now the question uh, I think believe young Farrell asked this question what are the hieroglyphs what are they really visually on their own, each sesh metal netra, and that's the indigenous term for the word hieroglyphs, because we all should understand by now that hieroglyphs is from the Greek. But each individual sesh metal netra sign is a pictogram consisting of pictures of natural flora, fauna, and man-made objects indigenous to the Nile Valley. So here's some examples. We have a water lily, an elephant, a lion, a crocodile, a giraffe, an owl. And I'm just giving these as examples. All right, so make note of the word pictogram. So what are pictograms or pictographs? Drawing is the origin of writing all over the world. Most signs of early writing systems are pictographic in origin. So what are pictographs? Pictographs are signs that represent particular images in a consistent way. A conventional relationship must exist between the symbol and the object being depicted. In other words, the object depicted and the meaning are always the same. The very word pictograph comes from two words, Latin pictus means painted, and the Greek word grapho means to write. So this is picture writing. So here's a sample of a drawing of the sun. This is how somebody may typically draw the sun. And then this, this drawing right here becomes stylized and conventionalized by the people. So it will become stylized and look like this. All right. Next. Uh, I heard young Pharaoh mention um, ideograms or ideographs earlier. So what are ideographs? Ideographs are signs that are used to represent a concept or idea independent of any particular language and specific words or phrases. The word ideograms comes from the Greek words idea, or idea and the word grapho meaning writing. So it means idea writing. So if I go back to this picture, we have uh, actual somebody trying to draw the sun then it becomes stylized into this format and then that particular sign can no longer uh, be a pictograph 
where the, the sign is depicting the object, now it is depicting the concepts of heat and daytime because you can't draw heat. Uh, you can't draw a, do a drawing of heat. So this particular sign becomes the idea or concept of heat and daytime. So now the sign moves from being a pictograph, now it becomes an ideograph. All right, so that's the difference. Now, move on to another um, aspect, logograms or logographs. The decisive stage in the development comes when drawings are stylized, which are pictographs, and become representations not of the object itself, but of the word representing the object. And these are logographs. So what are they? Logographs are signs that function as graphic representations of specific morphemes, words, or phrases in a language or family of dialects. The word logogram comes from the Greek word logos for word, and grapho means write, so it means word writing. Although the same sign can be used as a logograph in different languages, the way it is pronounced can be different depending on the language in which it is functioning as a logograph. This is due to the fact that logographs in and of themselves do not indicate their pronunciation. So here's some examples. These are common examples that we all should be familiar with. So this, this digit, this character right here, number one, this, this actual grapheme of this character, number one, in, in English, it represents the word one. In German, it represents the word ins, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Uh, in Swedish, it represents the word et. In French, it represents the word un. But, but we can use the same symbol for all these three different words because it's, it's in and of itself it does not dictate its pronunciation but it's language specific of how of what word it represents so like I said oh in English it's two. Tom. all right so I'm gonna have to come back I'm gonna have to come back because I'm definitely not finished so you, you, you come back to me though all right go ahead Pharaoh um Seti dude oh Seti damn you got a song hold on hold on um hold on um Pharaoh what you want to say on that Listen, give me, just give me literally two minutes. Go ahead. Brother, I want you to read, I'm only going to ask you to read me the definition of two things you want to, uh, how you pronounce your name, brother? Waju? Wuja'u. 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 May you please read the definition of logogram again? No problem, no problem. A logograph are signs that function as graphic representations of specific morphemes, words, or phrases in a Pause, language. pause, pause, right? That's it, not to cut you off, pause. Specific words, phrases, and language. I repeat, the hieroglyphics are not logographs. They're ideograms. Now let me read you the definition of an ideogram. An ideogram or an ideograph is a graphic symbol that represents an idea or concept independent of any particular language and specific words or phrases. So you can scratch that out. Now please read the definition of pictogram. Okay, but one second. Wait, wait, please, come on. We ain't got time. We ain't got time. I only got two minutes. Please read the definition of pictogram. Okay, we definitely got to come back to me. All right, so pictograms are signs that represent particular images in a consistent way. Pause. Mm -hmm. Signs that represent particular images in a consistent way. You got the sun drawn as the sun. We can see that. This is an eye that's depicting the brain. This is not consistency. If I never showed you this, you wouldn't know this was talking about your damn brain. So this is not a pictogram. It's an idea graph. So now the definitions that you're throwing up, the definitions that you're throwing up are proper in their own proper context. 
Once again, the meta nature, when you look up the meta nature and you go into what kind of text this is, this is not sacro text. This is not grammatical text. This is ideographic text. If you ask any, ge any Egyptologist, what is this text categorized on the wall? They're going to say it's ideographic text. They're not going to say it's pictographic. They're not going to say it's logographic. They're not going to say it's sacral. They're not going to say it's dramatic. They're not going to say Paul. They're not going to say it's erotic. Tom, 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 we want to move over to Asar real quick. We want to let Asar get in on it. It's 840. He's on that. Hold on. You let him do that like that, yo? Yes, I let him do that like that, huh? Let him do that. Let him do that. Assad, let's go, brother. Assad, you there? Unmute yourself, brother. And Saad, don't forget about uh, We hear you. We hear you. Testing, testing, testing. We hear you, brother. Testing, testing. What's that question? Oh, okay. Answered, sir. About which direction, how you read the glyphs in? Hold on. Hold on. Uh, hold on uh, let go. You, go ahead, Asar. Uh, can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear me well? Yes, we hear you. All right. Can y'all see my screen? Yeah, yes. Okay. For the viewers out there, um, Dr. Oya spoke about methodology earlier. And the reason why we stress in science methodology is because in our analyses in in terms of our process of trying to answer questions we run into stumbling blocks that uh prevent us from getting to correct answers so we try to use correct methods to reduce or eliminate uh these roadblocks to critical thinking and so one of the methods that we use in understanding the Sesh Medanecher uh, hieroglyphic writing script, and there's a difference between the script and the language, which, which has to be discussed, um, is that when we look at words, these words belong, these words are not isolated into themselves. These words belong to a language. And a language itself is not isolated unto itself. It belongs to a greater language family. And so there are brother and sister languages that are related to our language under examination. And so one of the ways we can tell that the hieroglyphs have been deciphered is because when we look at the words in ancient Egyptian, we find the exact same words in related languages. And so if we did not decipher the hieroglyphs, everything that we looked at would be gibberish. There would be no order, there would be no, there would be nothing that we could gain from it. And so uh, since we have limited time, I'm gonna use this uh, uh, a few examples here. So in in this text here, this symbol here is uh, the triliteral seba which means door or gate. This is a determinative here, or a classifier of a walled place uh, with an open door that you can see here if, you, if my mouse showed up. Uh, this is another variation of the same word. You're break, you breaking uh, up, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Uh, 
kind of break. I don't know how to handle how to handle that. I right, go go. You clear? Am now. I still here? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. So these this is the same word, just with other words to help spell out the word. So this is uh, logo here, and these are the complements to this logo Um, these three here. That's B. And the this graphing here was the side. I saw you breaking up and real fast, brother. So breaking up this, real fast. You breaking up real bad, I saw. What'd you say? You breaking up, Asa? Um, Asa, won't let you me go do out, this. Won't you go out and come a, in. Won't I'll you go do this. Out? Hold on. I'm going to go to my. Yeah. When we come back, I want to begin the question and answer series, and I would like for Pharaoh to ask questions to the panel, to the guests. Can Brother Reggie speak? Oh, Reggie in the building? Of course, we got to go to Reggie after this. Wait, stop. And also, also, um, I, I wasn't finished answering Pharaoh's questions from first, from the first time. So, yeah, Pharaoh, what's up? When I, cause listen, si, I want this on a record. Out of everybody who's went, nobody's answered no questions. So when hold it, on, somebody calling me, man. Look who's calling me. Questions. Look who's calling me, man. Family calling me. Doctor, answer that. All right. Hey, 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 Farrell, your first question was, how do you know which way to read the glyph? Am I correct in that? I'm good, brother. Uh, I'm good. I, wrote my, I wrote my first question down, so before I look at it and say, yeah, let me look. But that's one of them for sure. So you go, that's one of them for sure. So you're going to have a... Uh, yeah, all you got to do is look into the glyph. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. I'm just showing you, bro. Hey, but let me ask a question, though, because, because you know, the brother, Farrell, you asked, you asked some questions. I'm about to answer it. So allow the time for me to even answer. Um, that's my brother, Dr. Wesley, calling in. Dr. Wesley said he will be here. So, I mean, it's all the popping. Oh, he's coming for you, baby. Sonetta. Sonetta. Yeah, what's up, Pharaoh? I just want this on the record. I want my questions answered. No, everybody's question is going to be answered. You're going right. to have an opportunity to ask them your question. So right. let's go back to Assault. Hey, you done, Farrell? So another, you say Wesley coming in? You say Wesley coming in, right? Yeah, that was Dr. Wesley Muhammad. All right, coming in. All right. That'll work. All right, being that Assault is all messed up right now. There you go. Come on, brother. Hello. Okay, this is this. Hello. Can y'all hear yeah. me well? Yeah, yes. we hear you. Okay. All right, I'm on my phone and I'm also on my computer. Go. However, my computer has the the presentation, so I'm gonna talk on the phone. But I need you to click the screen on my other, you know, uh, window. I have it muted uh, so you don't get a double feedback. Um, but I'll, I'll be talking, but referencing that um, yeah, that Go. document. Okay. So, okay, so y'all can hear me. Check yes. one. Okay, and y'all can see the screen, the, the the document. No. 
Not, don't look at my screen, the one that I'm talking on. Put, click the other oh, screen. I'm, I'm, on your, I'm on your timeline twice. Yes, you got it. I got you. Go ahead. We see the okay. screen. Okay. So what I was saying earlier is that um, one of the ways in which we can tell that the glyphs have been deciphered is that we can check the vocabulary in terms of the pronunciation and meaning in the related languages. Ancient Egyptian belongs to a language family which means it has brother and sister languages in which we can double check uh, what the Egyptologists are defining as the terms. So one of the examples that I gave here is this word seba, seber, which means door or gate, door or portal. As mentioned earlier, we are unaware of the vowels that are in between the consonants in the ancient Egyptian, but that doesn't matter. We have a, a deficiency in pronunciation, but we don't have a deficiency in terms of meaning, interpretation, and grammar, and things of that nature. So this same word, seba, endure, gate, is the same word in the southern Soto Bantu language, seba, uh, meaning to close or shut an opening, a hole or entrance, using a barrier or stop. Uh, the word zebo in the same language, barrier or stop or anything that stops an entrance. Chibola, to open a hole to discover or to pick up. In Kiswahili, you have Zibua, open a closed aperture, discover. In Chiluba, you have Chibelu, entrance, door. Chibi, door. Mbelu, port or home. Um, I'm going to skip down a few. Jiba, close, as in to close the door. Alabulu, these, and there's prefixes and suffixes into this. Change, modify, extend, or open. The same word here is used for all different types of things dealing with opening and closing a door, which you will see here in the hieroglyphs. This word here is verified here by the Southern Soto, the Kiswahili, and the Shiluba Bantu languages. And so if the, the, the uh, language had not been deciphered, we would not be able to match these terms. So I'm going to go a little further. Not only can we um, look at individual vocabulary words, we can look at whole sentences and phrases that have been deciphered. And so I wish I had time to actually show you the glyphs of these, um, but, you know, I got short notice of this. So this is a phrase here, Amen, Amenef, Su, Ar, Mesu, F. Amen who hides his children. In the same, this word, this whole phrase can be said several different ways in Chiluba Bantu, one of the languages I mentioned up top. So we can say imana musakoma mininene nsimo. Misa yende is another variation of this word. So this word here, mestu, which means um, children, and this uh, suffix here is uh, the word for his, is insimu. It's an inverse in Chiluba Bantu. And, to, and the word God, amen, is imana in Central Africa. And so they have a, a few more morphemes here. But the, the root here is menene or mene, which is this amen here meaning hit. So imana musakono, musoko mene mene or menene in simo, and with a variation of misa yende, meaning the same thing, amen who hides his children. Same thing when we look at this phrase here, amen na amen, the hidden of hidden in Chiluba. Um, it says I left the call? Yeah, your screen is no longer there. Oh, crap. Um, I don't know how that happened. 
Um, it still says I'm online here. We hear you. Now I'm talking about on the other screen. So, and this computer is acting slow, and this is something that you kind of have to see. Um, come back to me. All right, brother Reggie. The question brother asked. Reggie, you up, brother Reggie? It is, it is 8.52. Let's go, Reggie. Can you hear me? We hear you loud and clear. All right. Can you see my screen? Yes, sir. Can the metanature be translated? First of all, all glyphs are uh, signs. They, they don't make sounds. Uh, there are um, glyphs that do make sounds. But the majority of the glyphs are actually uh, determinatives or logograms that uh, ideograms that help us understand what the word is saying. Uh, those sounds, they make words when you put them together. About the Rosetta Stone and uh, Cleopatra, uh, um, that was uh, a hint. And yes, basically, that's when we found out that signs make sounds. Signs make sounds. So Cleopatra is an example. But we had other examples. Uh, uh, such as Darius and Xerxes and Ptolemy that were non-comedic uh, in Kemet. Symbols make sounds. Now, uh, the Greeks also understood this. Even if they could not write the sounds, uh, they understood what was going on. So you have Pharaoh, Pharaoh, Tahaka, Mana, uh, Hekama, or Hakma, right? These words appear in the Bible. They are Greek. So someone was understanding the Medunetcher. Taharka, they knew his name. Pharaoh, they know his name. Even in uh, the Hebrew, you have Sarah for princesses or prince, right? Or royalty. That is in Hebrew. They understood the sounds. They wrote what they heard. Uh, well, people will say the language has never been translated, uh, but Medunetra also appears in English, like desert is the Egyptian deseret. There are many Rosetta Stones, not the ones that uh, they give you in elementary school, but there's the Xerxes vase, there's the Darius inscriptions, there's uh, the Canaan Sphinx, and then also it is a path for the Greeks themselves to learn how to write. Transliterations help us understand what the sounds say that we can make the word. This debate is not about speaking metanature, but understanding what it says. The point is, we can understand uh, basically what is written. I wrote spoken, but what is written. About Coptic, last indigenous language from Kemet, uh, composed of Kemet and other African languages. Demotic, spoke, we've, I never heard it, but it is Greek and ancient Egyptian. The Medunetra is what which we are talking about is priestly in government. Hieratic is uh, a descriptive form. Uh, Phoenician is uh, a vassal group of the ancient people of Kemet, and that their language that they carved out of ancient Kemet became the key to other languages such as Moabite and Procanaanite. Moabite and Procanaanite is ancient Egyptian. Medunetra, key to also breaking the communiform. If we didn't break Medunetra, 
there would be no real understanding of cuneiform. It also fed other African languages. Dr. Ben, can you all see my screen? Yes, sir. Dr. Ben, right? He read glibs. He's not an uh, expert of necessarily translating whole words and passages, but Dr. Ben, you put him anywhere in Kemet, he could read a glib. There he is with Gil Noble. Anybody who is a student of Dr. Ben knows that Dr. Ben could read the glibs. He can make out what the sounds are, so he's just not memorizing. Okay, Dr. Mine is right. When you do this type of work, you look at uh, uh, groups of written material. Here is from Uncle Online. These are a bibliography of linguistics that I saw, uh, who studies linguistics is, uh, uh, would have on his desk. Here is a bibliography of uh, Egyptian uh, and language comparisons showing that ancient Egypt is, has been deciphered. These are experts. You have D.I.P. and you have um, Diafalo Bango among the many, right? This is what you call, Dr. Mayat is talking about a, 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 a survey in literature. The alphabet from A to Z. We think the American alphabet is our alphabet. Wrong. It is based on ancient Egyptian sounds. You speak Medunetra and you don't. From A to Z, right? You have the Medunetra. They create the base sounds of the language that we speak today. So we look at the American A. What the hell is that? We make it a sound. B, we make it a sound. We have fooled ourselves just to think that these symbols make these sounds. No, we made those symbols make the sounds. If you can understand this, you can understand the Medunetra. Ptolemy's on the bottom. You can do the math. I'll do a bigger presentation at Sarnetta's house if I have to. But basically, Ptolemy and Cleopatra, they're all the glibs. Do you see it? Is it clear? Yes, sir. Wonderful. Medunetra goes from hieroglyphics to hieratic to Phoenician to Greek to Roman to Hebrew to the American alphabet. So, yes. Brother Reggie, Brother Reggie yes. what you're saying, without the Metuneta being deciphered, you have none of these other languages. That's correct. They all come out of the Metuneta. That's correct. From A to Z, like I said before, from A to Z makes the base sounds. Those sounds make words, and here it is in hieroglyphics, hieratic, Phoenician, Greek, Roman, and Hebrew. So, Brother yes. Reggie, one more point. If the hieroglyphics have never been deciphered, then we might as well say that there's no Hebrew that's real. That's correct. There's none of the other languages also. So that's if you right. go into the root of all the languages, then that means none of these languages are real. So I, I mean, we're going to have to get with these questions. So wrap it up. If you have people who deciphered, people links back to Phoenician, which links back to hieratic. And because from their own literature, right, they say they were in ancient Egypt. The lands were controlled by ancient Egypt. Here, here's an example of the Medunetra. It doesn't go uh, the way that Pharaoh says. And Pharaoh, Brother Pharaoh, after this all is said and done, brother, I love you. I love you. That's right. When you come to New York, if you got four hours out of your time, I will teach you the Medunetra. And then we can talk again. Here is the Hotep de Norsut. Here it goes. The Hotep de Nasut, you see Nasut, you see Hotep D, and you see Asir, you see Neb, 
Jedu, Neta'ah, Neb, right? right? And then you see Abdu. Now, it reads, the way the Meta Neta reads is when you find something looking at you like that chick, that's the direction that you read. So in this case, you're reading from left to right. So put your, put, your, put your joint on mute, Asal. All right, Brother Reggie, um, I hate to say it, but brother, it's time. Yeah, we're going to get back to you. Hold on, Farrell, hold on. We're going to get back to you, Brother Reggie. Uh, okay, brother so King Simon. Thank you for your time. He, I want to say I want to first thank you. Every I want to thank everybody on the panel. Y'all all did a spectacular job. And I want to say Brother King Simon asked the question. If the Metlunetta has not been deciphered, then y'all don't have to be responsible for doing my eye. What is the purpose of my eye if it never been deciphered? All right. Now, um, I want to go. Let Asal finish. Got to Asal finish. No, Asal lost his time. No. So we got to move forward because we can't go backwards. So now, Pharaoh, but I open up, open up the phone for you, brother to ask any one of them a question. Any one of them, let's go. All right, listen, I'm not even going along. I'm not even asking everybody a question, so I'm gonna oh, get right man. out your way. I'm gonna, uh, may you please mute your phone, please? The Absolutely. Only, the only two people who need to be unmuted is Mayat and Dr. Reggie. I'm gonna ask Dr. That's Reggie. Not, that's Dr. Mayat, sweetheart. I'm sorry, right. Dr. Mayat, the great that's one. Right. I, I apologize. Right. All right. Now, being said, Hold on, Pharaoh, for one more minute. One more minute. I'm sorry. Because I do got to ask this. What? How did you become a doctor? And what does the doctor stand for, Dr. Ma'at? Because people always ask these questions. How is she a doctor? Can you please explain that for the viewer system? Okay. So I attended Morgan State University. And they have a five-year doctoral program in electrical engineering. So what I have is called a D.E., a doctorate of engineering. So what I had to do, in addition to getting my bachelor's, I had to obtain 60 class credits. After that, I had to submit a proposal. And then I had to defend my dissertation. All right, I actually have my dissertation right here, Brother Sai. This is the table of contents for my dissertation. So I wrote a 125-page dissertation, and that's what I was going to deal with, uh, Young Pharaoh, on research methodology. So this is my dissertation on Gaussian mixture language recognition, okay? So it's a 125-page dissertation. So that's what I had to do. I had to define a problem, and then I had to solve the problem, and I had to defend my research to a, 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 a company, a, a committee, of three doctorates. So I'm just going to show you my committee members who signed off on my dissertation. So it says dissertation approval committee, Dr. Arlene Cole-Rose, Dr. Mary Kohler, and Dr. Craig Scott. So I actually had to defend a dissertation Go ahead, 125 pages to a committee of my peers. Well, at the time, they weren't my peers. I was aspiring to become a doctor, but I had to actually sit in the room with them for two hours and go through my methodology. And when I say brother Sai, they beat me up. They beat me up bad. But I got up, I, I made my revisions, and I walked in 2013 with a DE, a doctorate of engineering. So I am, I, I, I am fully qualified to talk about science, mathematics, engineering, and most of all, research methodology. And you do have your certificate as well. 
Oh yeah, brother Ankh has shown that on the platform a, a million times. I have a degree. I have my it's certificate. Not, it's not. It's not misspelled nowhere in there, is it? No, it's not misspelled at all. My name, oh. my government name, my government <laughs> name, and everything was on there. So I had, I had, I had my stuff in order. Okay, but, uh, thank you, my. I, I wanted to clear that up. I wanted to let right. people know that you do have a real doctorate. We're not just calling her that. She have a real doctorate. Just like my brother Reggie, he don't like when I call him that, but Reggie have earned his as well. So, but I want to go back to my brother Pharaoh. Go ahead, Pharaoh, it's on you. Wait, wait, before you start, Sal, let me let you know my intentions. Go ahead. I'm asking Dr. Reggie two questions, and I'm asking Dr. Mayat just four questions, and I'm out of there. And I want them all answered. If they don't answer, they got to say, I don't know. Ask them one at a time, though, and let them answer right. one at a time. Dr. Reggie, I'm starting with you because I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a with Dr. Maya. Okay. Now, Dr. Reggie. Yes. Um, I want to open up saying this, which said he could help me out here. If you read the Rosetta Stone, Egyptologists admit in that book to adding um vowels as well as European sounds to the to the Metanetia in order to aid in their translation because they didn't know. So this is what SETI means when he says they put the cut on it. Now, this is my first question to you. Now, you named 80% of your references during your bill with the tape will, the tape will, uh, will, will help me out in this accusation. You said the Greeks as well as non-Comedic. And being non-Comedic, I have to presume that you mean non-African people help to translate the metanetra. So when it comes, you named pharaohs. So now I have to ask you my first question. When it came to translating the name of pharaohs, would you agree? Like, let's just throw a random pharaoh out there. Let's say Pharaoh Ramsey. Would you say that the Greeks played a detrimental part in the translation to manifestate to manifestate to manifesting uh, this name so that we can understand it today, Pharaoh Ramses? Uh, um, correct. Uh, the, okay, the, now let me finish. I'll tell you. Oh man, you can't I, cut him off. Like yes, I'm asking my question. I'll he answering. I'm going. You go on mute. Now, with that being said, mm -hmm. Dr. Reggie, you said correct. Now, I have to tell you, you're incorrect because the word Ramses wasn't even created into the 1800s. So, this show you don't know what you're talking about. They, all your information that you're using now, you're relying off your free references that you haven't even been So, now when you're dealing with Bible, because you brought the word Bible up and you said the word Pharaoh was in the Bible, well, you should have checked the date on that Bible because the word Ramses didn't get introduced into the Bible to the 1800s. So, I can the Greeks help to have manifested the word Ramses when it's when it wasn't here in the 1800s. So I'm gonna help you with the metanetra when I come back to New York. And my second question to you is Hold on, hold on, hold on, Pharaoh. You gotta let him answer the first one. Okay. Oh, all right, go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm on, I'm blazing now. I'm yeah, hey, brother Reggie, Dr. Reggie, let's go. Yeah, so Ramses Ramses is uh is the uh nickname of uh the North Soot. So he has a full uh, he has a full name. So we use the nickname because everybody knows the nickname. So I don't know uh, I don't know I don't understand your point because we could read we can go to the Stella and we could read his name is right in the front of the Metropolitan Museum of Art. I've read it many times. So all you need to do is go to my video and you will see me read uh, you will see me read his full name. So now, because we have a formula, and, and this is the problem, why do we, you live in a technological world where you have iPhones and you have all, all types of computers, and then all of a sudden you play dumb about reverse engineering and all these other type of things, right? 
See, the problem is, is that you never investigated for yourself. All your references are European. So now the second, uh, the the the. Uh, what was the second question? So that was the that was okay. the first that was I'm the first coming, question. I'm coming with the second one now. Slide. I'm coming with the second one now, but because you said you don't understand, I want to help you understand. The point I'm trying to make with my first one is you reference Greeks and you assume that you knew what you were talking about, but yet you agreed that the Greeks helped to translate the word Ramses when the word Ramses wasn't translated to the 1800s. So this shows that yes, Dr. Reggie is great, but he got some cracks in his research. So no, that doesn't mean that. Come with the second question now, because we gotta, we got, I gotta go down. Dr. Mayad is next. Now, do you know what this is, Dr. Reggie? Yes or no? I gotta let me let me look at your screen. One second. Uh, uh, um, if you if it's looking, if you're trying to say it's the in sound. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a sound. I just literally drew this on a sheet of paper just now with this red pen. I'm asking you, do you know what this is? Yes or no? Uh, no. Okay, perfect answer. I'm about to prove my point. To me, this means I have a broken heart. My girlfriend has broken up with me. Does this make a sound? No, but you're putting your oh, oh, yes or no. no let me go. Does this make a sound? Yes or no? Uh, no, because okay, I now wrong. know your methodology. Okay. So now you let me know. Let me go, Let me go. Come on, sir. Let me go now. Now, since that, since my ideograph does it make a sound? How did the ancestors' ideograph make a sound? And if so, how did you determine what sound this makes in order to be able to translate it into an English word? I'll wait. Okay, because the sounds like onk, right, where you see the symbol, it usually has modifiers at the end of the of the onk. So you would see the sound. Come the on, Pharaoh. Pharaoh, you gotta let him talk. So if you if you see the onk sign, you would see the, the sign that we know of that looks like the cross with the circle on top. But then we would see a modifier. We never knew what the symbol meant until we looked at the modifiers. The same thing like with hotel. You would see a bread with a, I mean, a table with a piece of bread on it. And then you would see the, uh, the T, the half of um, the, the T and the P. So what we did is because um, you're trying to say that the Europeans are smart and Africans are dumb and that we don't have the, the ability to reverse engineer even what the Europeans to prove whether the Europeans are translating it correct or not. Now we do because we followed their methodology. Your broken heart situation actually was a bad drawing of a heart so it shows that you're definitely not scientific, that you're just making up stuff. All right, let's go on to my art. You have hey, another Sean question. Man, Sean man, can I say this oh, real fast? Ask your question, sir. Hold on. No, 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 no. Oh, it ain't your no, turn I'm not yet. Trying to get in the discussion. Come on, sir. We're gonna what get to you. You allow Reggie, right? Listen. Wait, you get Reggie. Hold on. Just hold on. Bruh. We're gonna come to you. Bruh. I don't want to speak on the subject. I want to make a point. No point. Can't make a point yet until we get to you. No time is coming. We come I don't even want to All right, go ahead, sir. Go ahead, man. Come on, Farrell. Go ahead. May you put him on mute? Thank you. I feel more comfortable now. Now, with that being said, uh, I want to, before I go on, Dr. Reggie, I am not saying in any way that Africans are unintelligent to, to reverse understand what the Europeans have did. What I'm saying, the Europeans have never did what they claim to have done, and I'm going to use Dr. Mayat as my vessel to prove this. 
So question number one to you. Oh, holier than thou, Dr. Mayotte, which we all love. <laughs> You're so my, sad. First, my first question to my melanated queen. <laughs> what's the what is the difference between an ideographic text and a secular text? If you don't know, just say you don't know. I don't know, King. Okay, let me let me now let me help you out. Let me help you out. An ideographic know. text. I'll read the definition again. Oh, you next. You next. Um, don't worry, brother. Ideographic text is a graphic symbol that represents an idea or concept independent of any particular language and specific words or phrases. Some ideograms are comprehensible only by familiarity with prior convention. Others convey their meaning through pictorial resemblance to a physical object and thus, and thus may also be referred to. Now, let me bring my other definition up so I'll make sure I'm on point. Now, a, sa uh, um, a sacrilic text is a grammatical text void of any spiritual meaning. So now I'm going. To, I'm using this as my point for question number two. We know for a fact that the Egyptian hieroglyphics held spiritual meaning, and we know for a fact that the English language and grammar, such as the letter A, for example, holds no spiritual meaning. So now I'm gonna hold. I want that in your mind as I bring you question two. Question right. two: What was used to decipher the metanetra predicated upon the finding of the Rosetta Stone? Okay. Three answers, Dometic text, hieroglyphic text, or Coptic text. Pick one. So check this out, um, Brother wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I'm getting ready to answer your question, King. Don't cut me off. I don't cut you off. So what I'm saying to you is this. I'm going to be clear on this, and I want the people who are going to view this video and the people who are in the chat room to hear me loud and clear. I am no African linguist, okay? I don't know how to read the Medjunetta. But what I do know how to do is to produce a research methodology. And my purpose of coming on this show, um, Brother Pharaoh, talking to you about a hypothesis, a review of literature, research methodology and evidence was to show the people that you have no, you know how you, you, people say that there's a method to your madness. You have no method. You have no method to do, your madness. You have no method to your madness. And a faulty and a faulty methodology, a faulty methodology okay. will result will result in a faulty conclusion. So when I asked you earlier to explain to the people the body of research that you reviewed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Three books. Everybody, hold on, hold on, time, time, my eye. What we want is for you to just answer the question, and we're gonna come to you and talk, and y'all okay. gonna be able to ask your question. Okay, I'll, I'll ask my question. Okay, let me just tell the okay. brother I don't know. That's okay, what I'm gonna you. say. I now, don't I'll know. Tell I'll tell you because I do know the demonic text was used. You don't know. This goes to question three out of four. So after this question, I only got one more for you, and then it's, it's, it's open game for all y'all. Since you don't know, I'm telling you now, the demotic text was used. So now, since the demotic text has factually been documented and recorded and proven to be 45 to 50% incorrect in its composition due to 14 out of 29 of its alphabet being incorrect, would you at least agree that if the metanetra was translated by default 
since his medium is 45 to 50% incorrect, that everything that was created through that medium is 45 to 50% incorrect? Yes or no question? No, my question to you, oh, where are you getting these numbers from? Where are you getting these numbers from, 45 to 50%? Where are you getting these numbers from? Ratio. If, okay, that, that's okay, error. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, that was an error. Let me tell you where I'm getting the number from. 30, if you cut 30 in half, that's 15. So 15 is half of 30. That's 50%. That's 50%. Would you would you agree? Yeah, if you cut 30 in half. So now 14 out of 29% is just 30 minus 1 and 15 minus 1. So instead of it being a perfect 50, it would have to be about 45 to 50%. Would you not agree? I would agree with that. Okay, now let me now this now this you asked me where I got the ratio from. I told you. So now this comes back to my third question before I get to my fourth. Yes or no answer, Dr. Mayat. Would you not agree? That since the Dometic text is 45 to 50% incorrect, all English translation of the alleged meta nature by default is now 45 to 50% incorrect, yes or no? I will not agree to that. Okay, now, let, me, all right, let me go to my next question. I will not agree to that. Tom, Tom, everybody, I want to move on to um, my brother Unk, and then I'm coming with you, my ox and Jetty, to ask y'all a question. Unk, you got the floor, brother. Hold on for a minute, sir. I was trying to make a point that uh, Brother Reggie came in and you gave him five minutes. Uh, Saul stopped his presentation and allowed uh, Brother Reggie to come in. So it's only proper to let him finish, man. You got over 3,000 people in here. This is a perfect opportunity just to get the information out. It's an excellent conversation. I, I personally think that Pharaoh should ask the linguist on our team because we have people that are specific and understanding these questions. You feel what I'm saying? So, so check this out. Uh, uh, listen, do you want to give Asal your time right now? No, you never so let him finish this time. That's all I was saying. Before I got an I can't be responsible for his time running out and his computer. It didn't run out. Reggie stepped in. Remember, Red? It didn't run out. Reggie stepped in. Because his joint fell, his, his joint went off. Sadera. 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 Dude, we got hold on. Come on. Stop, stop, Listen, calm down. Come on, dude. Time, everybody time, man. I must keep This is my time. Let me talk, sir. All right, it's your right. chance. Go. All I'm trying to say is this. I don't want the foolery going on. I don't want it to get hot up in here. You got 3,000 people. This is easy work right here. You know what I'm saying? Let the work. We, we talk 10 hours on a bunch of bullshit. Now we got 3,000 people. Now you cutting people off on time. I don't understand that, Saul. You my man, dog. But this is a perfect opportunity to let us be heard. You've allowed Sarah Pharaoh and Say to talk as long as they want. And it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But come on, man. Let's not end this with some broken shit. Everybody ain't finished saying what they saying. Come on, man. This is easy work, yo. So, so here, uh, I'm going to introduce this right here. Here you go. I'm going to put this on the screen. Can you see my screen? Put this on my screen real quick. All right. No, just get ready, Asal. Go ahead. All right. Now, first of all, you got this right here. All right. You got this is UNESCO conference. Can y'all see the document? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. The presentation of the deciphering and the Meretic script. All right. We know the Theophile Banger and then was there. All right, at the UNESCO conference, Kairos goddamn symposium. Absolutely positively, we understand, right, that they was work, they'll throw a foul banging and was working on this, right? You come to this reference right here. Here you go. You see the signs. All right, see the Moretic transcription. 
All right, you're seeing the glyphs. So for the life of me, I'm not even understanding how we want to seem and act like, right, that these things aren't being taken care of. The Mermetic script is the African script used to write the Mermetic language, right, of the Kingdom of Monroe and Sudan. It was developed in the pilot. Okay, 700, 300 BCE. All right? It's all right here, man. Watch this. Let's go to Dr. Ben's work real quick. All right? We got <laughs> Dr. Ben in his book on page 336. Black man and now in his family. Dr. Ben says, right, he says that Beth Shem is an exact translation from the African hieroglyphics. And he gives you the glyphs, he say para, which means in English, the house of the sun. Also designation for Anu. So you got Dr. Ben, who been to Egypt for 50 years, back and forth, right? He's giving you translations. This is my favorite one right here. Now this says, how did the ancient Africans in Egypt write the name Jehovah? All right, he said that the strangest chain of events, right? Uh, hold on, give you page number, y'all can look this up. Page 344, right? He said the strangest changes of events in Egyptian religion history is taught by 1025, the 26th dynasty, divine emblem of a figure of one of God's names. And you go, he say Yahweh, Yahweh, or Yahweh, right? He said, etc. Written in a hieroglyphics. Here are the signs right here. All right, so we got Dr. Ben, okay, grand teacher. Now, I haven't seen Anybody besides the Amaral squad actually brings some teachers, okay, that, that actually dealt with the information. All I'm hearing is a whole bunch of white people at this point, right? I just want to make this clear. How is it that young Pharaoh, this is my question to you, young Pharaoh, how is it that 99% of what you say out your mouth, and for the record, that picture you showed about the brain and the symbol of, of uh, Horus, that's pseudo. to show that picture and talk about it and make money off the videos right and the act like he even know that that's a horus based off of the fact that he said can't ship be translated how the hell do you know that got something to do with the brain pharaoh you 99 percent of your work is based off of ancient kemet and yet you spit on it right no, now no it's not I'm chill. Listen, how is it that Pharaoh, his whole thing, his symbols he wear, look behind his head right now. He got Egyptian symbols and hieroglyphics. How in the hell do you know what you're talking about, Pharaoh? Why is your name Pharaoh? Hey, son, I just want to get there. I'm just saying, I don't understand. How do you know the history of Kemet? Hold on. How do you know the history of Kemet? Read your book, Destruction of Black Civilization. He talks about that the glyphs on the temple were straw houses of history. This is how we know the history of Kemet because they've translated the glyphs, brother. Where do you get your knowledge and wisdom from? I know you can transcend. Hold on. I know you can fly. Where do you get the translations from, brother? How do you know about Kemet? I know you astro project. I get that. But for us who don't got the strength of astro projecting, how do you get the history of Kemet, bruh? That's all you talk about is Kemet. How are you doing this? Can I ask the you? The listening audience wants to know. Thank you. Yes, now, you can. Now, let him mute him and Dr. Mayotte, please, so I can answer this. I'm mute. Just answer the question. Don't mute yourself. Let him answer the question. Okay. That's, now, this that's is two what questions, bro. This is what I'm talking about. 
You having a, you having a, see, 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 I'm not going to get disrespectful, but I'm going to No name calling, nobody calling, no name. Nobody calling, you name. You have, you have, you have, now I hear Dr. Mayotte saying the aliens is coming. Now I hear Unc saying a master projection. I'm hearing everything, but my goddamn questions get answered. So now I'm going to answer your question, and then I'll still want somebody to answer mine. So now. Thank you. I know Dr. Mayak couldn't have helped you because she's only an engineering doctor. She should have built a car. Yeah, I got it. 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 So if you haven't gotten hit by the rock, you should be quiet. That goes for Pharaoh. That goes for Dr. Ma'at. That goes for Unk, because y'all the ones that keep on cutting each other off. So one person speak. Let's go, Pharaoh. Y'all okay. don't get the opportunity to rebut it. Go ahead, Pharaoh. All right, now, since you said 100% of what I teach is from Kemet, you're incorrect. I teach that the black woman is God, and I teach the genetic awakening of black people through what is known as cymatics, and its interaction with the solar prominences of the galaxy as we're interacting with the Aquarian Age within the next 18 years. Pause. That has nothing to do with Comet, so you don't know what you're talking about. But two, you said, where did I get my name from? Me being 15 years old and seeking out knowledge, I named myself Pharaoh at 15. So what I know now at just turning 23 on Tuesday, you can't hold me accountable for it. I got this tattoo when I was 15. I got this tattoo when I was 15. I got this tattoo when I was 15. And I got this tattoo when I was 15, and it's a cross on it. So you know damn well I couldn't have knew what I was doing. So that being said, that answers your question. No, you didn't. What about the eye of Horus? Okay, the eye of Horus. in the brain, in the brain, bro. I'm going to use what you said. You said that polite is pseudo because polite said the same thing that I said, and Polite came across the same understanding that I've come across on the I.O. route. Now, this is, this, is my, this is my standpoint on that. I said, and I'm asking y'all, and I mean, my next question, this is going to be my last question of the day. I'm not asking no more questions after this because y'all act like y'all can't answer nothing. I said the meta nature by default is 45 to 50% incorrect, not 100. So now what did I mean by that? Do I say that we should throw everything in the garbage? No. Do I, did I say that 100% of what you allegedly know from Egypt is wrong? No. All I'm asking is that people admit that the meta nature was never successfully translated and there's a high chance that you don't know what you're talking about. So now, when they say the meta, the, for example, when you read an Infodishi book, let's say, for example, or you listen to Brother Polite. See, I'm, I'm going to use people that's already on your channel. And Brother Polite refers to the eye of Horus as the middle meridian of the brain. Not only is what I agree that at least 50% of alleged metanature literature will be correct, I can see for myself that the eyebrow on the eye of Horus will be identical to the corpus callosum of the brain. So my own consciousness would give me reason to believe that that's true. Now, when we're dealing with my last question to you both, since y'all haven't, since it's five of y'all, y'all haven't answered nothing. My last question to you both would be this. Well, why don't you ask a language, though? This is my last question. I'm out of here. This is my last question. No, nah, I want you to stay. I want you to stay. All right. No, I ain't, you know what I mean. I ain't going nowhere, but just y'all. Right. Dr. Mayotte, may you please pull up your, uh, 
your screen that you had in your Sign out of this time. No, no, no. no sign out of this time. That's not my last question. 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 That's not my last Y'all got to be disciplined. The honor our squad, you got to be disciplined. That's all I'm saying. You're going to get your chance. I want to let Asar get his presentation out right after Pharaoh asks y'all this question. Okay, now I'm going to need, in order for me to successfully deliver this question, I'm going to need for Dr. Mayat to pull up her screen that she had on that PowerPoint in regards to how, how it is... Uh, a, a, a practitioner scientific method to draw conclusions, starting with the hypothesis. I need you to pull that up. Okay, I want er can everybody see this screen? Okay, it says hypothesis, literature review, research methodolo methodology, and evidence collected. Now, dealing with the Amirah Squad scholarship, we got a doctor here, we got a linguist here, we got all kind of great people here. I want Dr. Mayat to answer me this using her own method, which we all subscribe to, but since she put it in the PowerPoint, I want her to use that method and show me step-by-step step how they translate it using the demotic text, an ideograph, which is a symbol, once again, a symbol, and turned it into a letter step-by-step. Step. Where did they get the hypothesis from? Where did they, no, bring it back up. I want the people to know. Where did they, put the screen back up, please. Where did they get the hypothesis from, um, and as well as the other sequences of your steps. So show me, don't, because what y'all doing right now is what Christians and Hebrews and Muslims do. You're telling me, you're not showing me. So when you say believe in the Bible, and I say why, and they say because Jesus said so, that's telling. So what everybody just got up here and did was say, the Metanetra said this, but nobody telling me how it came to say that. So show me using your, and I want you to use your own scientific method. Don't we ain't getting egotistical. Show me starting with the hypothesis and go step by step. How, first of all, finish my question. How they seen the hieroglyph, what in the hieroglyph, since it was not a word, remember, it's not a word, phrase, or language. So how did they turn an image into a word, phrase, or language that it never was? How did they turn a mental language? Now, let my talk. I don't want everybody talking. Go ahead, so I don't think, yeah, please put, yeah, please go ahead and mute your, um, your mic, brother Pharaoh. I don't think you heard me loud and clear when I said to you earlier that I am not a linguist. I am a scientist. I am a mathematician. I am, let me talk. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, come on, brother. I didn't cut you off, Pharaoh. You're showing your age. Now be quiet. Learn to be quiet. Now, I am a scientist and I am an engineer, a mathematician. But what I do understand is this. I understand research methodology, okay? And I was smart enough, Brother Pharaoh, to bring linguists on this platform to talk to you about the Medjunetta. Brother Asar, this is his book, Nasut Biti, all right? King in ancient Egyptian. In his book on page, I think the first page, he has a research methodology, all right? Brother Wujairu, who was on the panel. These brothers that you are talking to on the panel, uh, young Pharaoh, have written books on this. You think because you've read two or three books on Medjunetta,
that that makes you a scholar yes. or that makes you someone exactly. that can yes. debunk or that makes you someone that can debunk all of the body of literature that has been uh, given or rendered on, on the body, on the body of literature. So I say all that to say, excuse me, I say all that to say, for the record, Brother brother uh, Sinetta, since he wants to talk about research methodology. I want you, Ma'at, to ask him a question too, Ma'at. Right, I am. But I just want to put this Man. on the I just want to put this on the record, brother Sai, that yeah. this young brother did not show a review of literature at all. He talked about two or three books. That's it. And I want the people to know that reading two or three books on a particular subject matter does not make you a scholar in that area reading excuse me googling things does not make you a scholar in a specific area okay so for the record for the record see you're cutting me off i didn't cut you off but you're cutting me off you're showing your age. for the record i would like the people to know that this brother did not present to you a review of literature or a body of work that he heavily scrutinized in order to attack this research problem he did not present a research methodology okay to disprove or prove that his hypothesis is true or not so he never showed you a research methodology he read two books and he never collected any evidence to substantiate his hypothesis so i would like to put that on the record i'm going to ask you this brother pharaohs i'm gonna give you a chance to rebut what was no your no, no 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 what i'm saying uh, for the uh, record, relax, uh, let me finish for the record i would like the people to know that he has a hypothesis. That's what he has presented. Questions, a guess. But this brother does not, he has not presented a body of literature to corroborate his stance, nor has he uh, presented a research methodology or any personal evidence that he's collected. So he's on here just blowing smoke. And I want I want that on the record, brother side. You can go to the next person. All right, now, uh, hold on, everybody hold on, everybody hold on. You Come gotta on, be patient until I call on you. I want to go to my brother Asar because he wasn't able to get his presentation across. Asar, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. It's on you, brother. Let's go. Alrighty. Um, we're you're gonna have to put your your mouse on Unk's screen. I got it. He I has, got it. He, I got it. He has my presentation. <laughs> I got um, it. Okay, Hunk, you're going to have to actually put it up. <laughs> Where is it? You got it? You see it? Hold on. Yes, okay, I there we go. It. I got it. Okay, so um, a lot of, you know, my question to Pharaoh would be this. He's saying that certain glyphs were not translated or uh, transliterated correctly. So I would like the list of the actual glyphs that have not properly been uh, deciphered in that 30 or 45%, whatever number that he's talking about here. I would like to know those actual glyphs so we can look at ancient Egyptian words. See, this is where method comes in. To look at the ancient Egyptian words and then look at related languages to see if the phonemes match or not. And what we're going to do here is look at one of the methods that we use to ensure or to reaffirm the meaning in the ancient Egyptian language. So, Brother Unk, if you can skip down, I think, to maybe page, what is it, three? 
And so I'll, I'll skip those sentences <laughs> so we can look at some actual glyphs. So um, I don't have my mouse in control, but if you look at uh, this top row here, this is a phrase. When we say the uh, so-called Book of the Dead, the, they actually have the Egyptians actually named that quote-unquote book, and it's called the Ronu Pert M. Heru. That's how we're saying it in Egyptology speak. And these are the glyphs uh, for that phrase, the Pertin, the Ronu Pertin Heru. And so I made this table here and gave you the full sentence at the top, and then I broke down each individual word on the left-hand side, or I took uh, each individual word and put it on the left-hand side in the hieroglyphs, then the transliteration in the center, the second column, and then in the third column, I gave you uh, the definitions. So this, the, the word ru here with the mouth glyph and the uh, marking under it uh, to indicate that it's uh, dealing with the mouth, and then the plural sign, which is the three uh, strokes next to it, that's for the word, the, the, the graphene for the W there to let you know that it's plural. Um, the root is a plural of the word for mouth. R can also refer to a thing said, such as a part of speech, or in this case, a ritual incantation. The next word is, we say nu, um, and is a form of in, uh, meaning of. This is a genitive adjective, grammatically agrees with the preceding noun which is why you see the W after the N, which would normally be a singular N, but because it agrees uh, with the, the adjective of, of the, the forward, it has to have that, that W behind it. So uh, new is the masculine dual plural form. The next word is pert, uh, which is an action non-derived from the verb peri, which means to emerge or arise. It expresses the act of emerging or arising. This owl glyph here in the next row going down is the M graphene. It is a preposition typically meaning in, when, dealing with time, um, and it can also mean during. Uh, the, the final word here is the actual word heru, which means day or daytime. So when you put this all together, these are the words for coming forth into day. That's the, the name of the text. One of the ways we can prove that the, the Egyptians, excuse me, the uh, Egyptologists have this correct in terms of its uh, uh, fundamental meaning is that, again, as I stated earlier before the presentation cut off, all languages belong to a language family. And these language families and these different languages, these related languages, they often carry the same exact words even though they may be pronounced slightly differently because there are different dialects. Sometimes they're pronounced the same, depending on how closely related they are. And so if we scroll down just a little bit more, even um, they may be pronounced slightly differently because there are different dialects. Sometimes they're pronounced the same, depending on how you, you, you have to mute your, uh, your mic. Right, brother. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, just uh, scroll back up a little bit to where you can see the uh, uh, scroll back up some more so we can see. Okay, there we go. So we have here um, in in my circles we call the ancient Egyptian language Chikam, 
uh, it's a Bantu, a modern Chiluba Bantu way of saying, uh, you know, Kemet, so to speak. And so that's when you see this word Chikam here, that's that's for Egyptian here. So we have these words here, the Runu, Pert, and Heru. Below I have two languages which I study heavily and use uh, a lot in my work, and that is the Chiluba Bantu, which I spoke of earlier, and the Yoruba language. We find the exact same words with the exact same meanings, in these languages. Now, Chiluba, because it's uh, an Agudu native language, it has other uh, morphemes to the root. And so I have highlighted, I'm not sure how well the highlights will actually come out on, on the screen, but I have highlighted, uh, excuse me, I have bolded the, the phonemes which, you know, dis display the matching here. So, this word ru here is the word bwalu in Chiluba. It's a word meaning words, uh, history, science, things of that nature. Nu, uh, which is of as we spoke of earlier, is buenu in Chiluba. The word pert is chibwilu in Chiluba. Now this chi, which is prefixed here in uh, Chiluba, is suffixed in uh, ancient Egyptian. So the, the T is in front of the per in, in Chiluba Bantu. And so the P sound is a V in Bantu, in Chiluba specifically. And the R is an L sound. And then the M we have Mu. And then Heru we have Bukulu. The H sound in Egyptian corresponds most readily with K in Chiluba. So Bwalu Buenu Chiwilu Mu Bukulu. And the same thing in the Yoruba language. And so in the Yoruba, we say oro instead of ru. We say oro for words, noise, speech, things of that nature. Same thing with of is ni. And then um, in, in the, uh, the variation for the word pert, they drop the r, and, the, and they don't have the t suffix. So they just say ipa or fo. Fo is a, a word for uh, coming forth, movement, things of that nature. And just like in, in Bantu, we have mu. And then we have the word oro again. Um, they look like the same word, but they're not the same word. The Yoruba language drops the H in Egyptian. And so um, this, is, this would be equivalent to horo, but they don't have H in Yoruba language. And so they just say oro. So same tones, these would be called a homonym. And so in each one of these languages, we can verify that the uh, that this phrase has been deciphered correctly because we find the exact same word with the exact same consonant um, in these related languages to Egyptian. And so right, time, this would make... Time, time brother. Okay. Let me hold on, y'all. Everybody, hold on. The show will be ending at 10 o'clock. So what we want to do is make sure we get enough questions answered. What I would like to do is I would like to go to the phones. To can, the I, can I answer the last question, sir? Hold on for one minute, brother. Hold on. I'm going to let you get it in. So, um, brother Up. Yes. Brother Reggie, you still there? Okay, Reggie's not there. I'm here. Okay, what I want to say, though, to the family and to the people that's in the building, we have 2,000. 699 people so far. Everybody ain't got to go crazy. 
if you was to just drop $2, we can make a powerful push towards this Black News 102 van, family. Just $2. We can make a strong and mighty push. That's what I'm saying. So you know I got to do my thing. Family, we at 3000 We trying to get this van by next year. If you just put $2 inside of here, we raising this joint up at least past $5,000. Let's finance and do this thing for ourselves, family. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All right? We can't talk shit about the white man when we don't want to finance our own movement. That's what I want to say to you. So if any one of y'all have a problem and don't know the link, the link is in the chat room right now. There's the link. It's in the chat room. Family, what I'm saying, everybody ain't got to go crazy. $2 will take us at least over 2000 or whatever. Let's make this shit happen. You know I'm your brother. When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. All right? Now, what I want to do is I also want to say um, how do, and I'm asking the panel. First, let me say this to the panel. I love each and every one of y'all on the panel. I fuck with all of y'all. How can I be biased towards my brothers and sisters here? I'm trying to do the best I can to moderate. I love my brother Farrell. Unc, you know I got mad love for you. Dr. Ma'at, you know I love you. All right? I love everybody that's on the panel. I'm just trying to be as fair as I can. That's sure. all. That's sure. all. So if y'all feel that I have been unfair to any one of y'all, say it now before we leave. I want to hear you say it. I, I feel like that. I feel like you just didn't let the linguistic people like like keep asking Dr. Mayotte, who clearly says that's not her job on the Amaral squad the same question. Look, and then Pharaoh, and as soon as I start talking, Pharaoh jumped in. Talking. He's that's done this all night long, Sarnetta. That's the bullshit, bro. Hold on, 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 hold on. I am not going to let you do that because all of y'all have done it all night long. We got, that's I've been not telling all of y'all to chill. I've been telling all of y'all to chill, huh? Not just okay, All right, okay. Anyway, the point I want to make it, hold on. I want, if, if we're having a linguistic conversation, why is it that Ujau, why is it that Sanjeti, why is it that Asar, this is what they do for a living. They wrote books on it. Why is it that they haven't been able to ask Pharaoh some goddamn questions? Why is that? that? Well, let me answer why it. Why am I feeling like, hold on, why am I, why am I leaving this conversation like, ask Dr. Mayotte a million questions because she don't know nothing about it. Hold on, let me answer you. All the same you, thing. you asked the question, let me answer you. Yeah. Because if you would have just gave up your time and just let them talk, and so the other people, hold okay. on, can I answer the question? Yeah, go ahead, bro. How many of y'all to allow one person to take the show. I'm trying to give everybody an opportunity. Now, see what you could have did, um, was said, give us all my time. That's all. And then I know, when that rule prior to when, when you, when you talk about that rule prior to the starting of the show? That if any time you want to give up your time, we didn't know that, bro. Who well, knew? Well, let me say this, brother. Let's let's get with the questions right now. Yeah. I don't want to ask no questions. Let us saw and send Jenny and Ujau. Because they wrote right. books on them. Right. What I want to do, hold on, Pharaoh. I want to go to Ujaro. Ujaro. 
Do you have any questions for Young Pharaoh? Um, yeah, I do. Let's go. Uh, Brother Young Pharaoh, um, please explain to the listening audience and myself, what is the Rebus principle? I don't know. All right, so let me, uh, so Saad, do I still have some time? I want to, I want to, because if you don't know, I want to teach. No, no, I want to go to the, um, to the questions. Let him know what it is. He don't know. Right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show him what it is, because he said right. talking, so let me show him. Can y'all see my screen? Yes. All right, so I asked you about the Rebus principle, so let me just define it for you. A Rebus is a message spelled out in pictures that represents sounds rather than the things that they are pictures of, meaning the meaning. It has nothing to do with meaning whatsoever. It's all for sound. A popular Rebus example is the pictures of an eye, a bee, and a leaf that could be put together as an English Rebus, meaning I believe. So you see on my screen we have an eye, we have a bee, and we have a leaf that spells out, based on the Rebus principle, the phrase I believe. And that, and that phrase I believe have nothing to do with a leaf, a bee, or an eye. So that's the definition and demonstration of what the Rebus Principle is. So now I'm going to show you something else. This is the Rebus Principle at work inside of Kemet. So, so we have the falcon here. You can see the statue here. There's a falcon right here. There's a seated child right here or a squatting child right here. And then the child is holding a plant. So the falcon represents the sounds ra. The squatting child represents the sound mess. The sedge plant represents the sound su. And together it spells out Ra Mesu, which is the name of Ramses that you asked for before. So not only are we looking at a statue of Ramses as a child, we're also looking at his name being visually represented to us based on the Rebus principle. And we can read the glyphs right here at the bottom that confirms that this is his name, Sa-Ra Ramesu, right here at the bottom right here. So that's the Rebus principle, and that's the principle that, that because you don't know, um, this is why you're making the false claims that you're making. That 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 how how can a glyph represent a letter A or how can a glyph represent a different sound? It's by way of the Rebus principle. So I encourage you, my brother, to research the Rebus principle because can I it, because when you engage in this kind of conversation and and if, if you you say you read three to seven books and you have not run across the Rebus principle, then I have to doubt. I highly doubt that you read and comprehended the books that you say that you read. I do. Can I answer you now? Nope. Now, what you stated was actually true in fact, except there's only one problem. The ancestors didn't say raw mess or soup. So now, once again, you're being a Christian. Wait a minute. How, 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 how do you know that? I'll let you go. I'll let you go. Let me go. Now, since you're the linguist, I can pose my question to you. I don't need to know what the Rebus principle is to have comprehended that the Demetic text is 45 to 50% incorrect. So that means the 45 to 50% translate transliteration of the Metaneche is incorrect. I don't need to know the Rebus principle that. So don't try to discredit me because I admitted that I didn't know something. When y'all have answered no questions I presented this entire time. So now I'm going to present my last question to you. And I hope that you can answer it since you're the linguistic one of the Amaraswa. Now my last question to you is don't just tell me what it means. Don't just tell me that you read a book or what it means. And I wish I had the Metanetra book here because I actually had one and found one and it had everything in it that you're saying except no reference, which means people are teaching people the Metanetra and not putting a reference in the book where they got it from. But I'm not going to say it because I can't memorize it, but I'll find it and put the picture on my Facebook so people can see it for themselves. So now my, my ending question to you is this. I want you using Dr. Mayas scientific methodology to explain to me step by step how the Europeans 
sync that Horu, and turn that ideogram into a lex, into a letter or a grammatical text or what is known as a, a secular text, found the sound and composed it into the English language, all often meaning an, a mental idea. Show me step by step right now using her scientific method that she presented. If you cannot do it, just say, I don't know or I can't. If you can, don't sway off. Don't go around. Don't bring up Dr. Ben, who is relying on the Dometic text that I'm sitting here telling you is incorrect. I want Dr. Mayotte right now to put up her 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 uh, PowerPoint screen so that you can see exactly what I'm asking you to do and show me step by step what Europeans did when they went in there and translated the language that they had nothing to do with and how they did it. I'll wait. If you can't do it, just say I can't. Because if you can't, then that means you teach in the same way Christians are teaching, off of blind hope and what somebody told you, not what you know. So answer the question. Are you finished? Go answer the question. All right. So now this is what I was doing when I first had my first five minutes, but I was I was interrupted and cut off. So so your answer takes some time. You have to be taught because there's a lot of fundamental things that you just simply do not know. And and one thing that you're incorrect on because you're asking a question based on incorrect information. You you think that the language is simply an idio ideographic language. That is false. All right, because you read the definition of an ideogram, and I had the definition of an ideogram on my screen here. All an ideogram is is that it assigns the user to represent a concept or idea independent of any particular language. So how did they get it into a language? Yeah, come on! Wait a minute. Answer the question. How did they turn something out of language into a language? Stop skating around my question. Answer it. How did they turn can I, can I, can I answer? Can I answer your questions? If you're going to answer it, yes. Come on, Asal. Let's go, Asal. Answer okay. the question. Hold up, hold up. For the record, though, for the record, I'm I'm going to give a pre I'm going to give a full presentation on this to teach the people who are watching because Young Pharaoh. You know, don't matter. Come on, Asal. Okay. So, so for the record, I'm going to say I that. You off, right. You 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 cut me off. I was quiet the whole time you were speaking. You cut me off. So I'm going to give a full presentation on this, but. Um, to answer your question, go ahead, Asar, you can answer the question, because I, I was just giving a question. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite silly at this point, but uh, if he really wants a step-by-step a -step in how it was done, there's plenty of books that you can read on it. Uh, you can get the Rosetta Stone by Wallace Budge, um, and he goes step-by-step -step on how the ancient Egyptian script was deciphered. Um, but there's, there's, do you have, and I'm talking to uh, Brother Wujawu at this moment. On your slide, do you have the acrophonic principle on your slide? No, I don't have it. Uh, uh, See, I don't have the, the rabus principle is one principle, but the principle specifically uh, involved in the understanding of the hieroglyphs and how the glyphs get a phonetic value, you have to understand the acrophonic principle. The acrophonic principle is the principle in which we can take an object or a sign of an object. We know the, mean, the, the pronunciation of the word, but we'll only use the first consonant of that word to represent the phonetic value. And so uh, if I had time to, you know, look at, uh, to do a presentation, I would give you examples of that. But uh, I just wanted to throw that for the, for the record, for those who want to understand how the glyphs got its phonetic values, 
look up the concept called the acrophonic principle. And the acrophonic principle will it instructs you on how the phonetic values came to be on the uh, for the particular uh, glyphs. They're the the first consonant for the for the glyphs that are monosyllabic. The first consonant of the word in the language for that sign becomes the uh, phonetic value uh, for the glyph itself. And so without a visual, it's kind of hard maybe for some of y'all to comprehend what I'm saying. But if I drew a picture of a B, because the phonetic value is B, the B glyph would represent the B sound because the B phoneme is the first consonant of the word B. And we could go down the list, and this is how we would assign the phonetic value to each hieroglyph. It is called, once again, for those who are interested, the acrophonic principle. All right, brother. Um, can I ask one question? Right what I want to do right now, what I want to do right now is go to the phone lines to try to get the people involved because I'm not going to be here all night. So what I want to do is go to the phone line. Peace of family, what's your name? Where you calling from? Peace, yo. What's up? This is Lex Vortex. What's Vortex up, brother? What's good? What's happening? Peace, peace, everybody on the panel. Now, I just want to uh, say a couple of things in, with all unbiasedness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think Osa and Waju did a good job in explaining some points in terms of technicality. But Pharaoh, without a doubt, has won this conversation. Why? For the same reason that this same uh, methodology comes up in other conversations, and it comes down to the process. It's just like the conversational evolution. They'll, what, what, what people do in academia when they're overly trained, they give you all this information and knowledge. But Farrell asks one of the most important questions in this conversation. And that is showing your methodology, go through the steps and show us the process. I don't want to hear about all of this other stuff, which is not irrelevant. It's relevant, but you have to be able to show the process of what you're talking about. Because even when he talked about the aquaphonic um, process in it, we won't find that on the walls of Kenya. When they wrote these words, when they defined them, they didn't use the aquaphonic process or this and that. I'm not saying it's not relevant. But he, I see what Pharaoh's saying. He's saying that if what you're saying is right and exact, and you're talking about methodology, then you have to be able to explain that process. That means let's go back to the beginning, right? Show us how they took this glyph, and they came up with a hypothesis, right? And then they implemented whatever their, their methodology was to get us to the point where they can exactly tell us what this hieroglyph and what sound it represented. What they're doing is showing us modern-day things in comparison, saying, well, we can look at this and we look at that. But it's still not a solid foundation coming from the bottom up that gives us an, a, a thorough explanation how things happen. And they do this. And All what right. they do is belittle people. Really, So you're disqualified. So I just want to put that out there. Young Farrell, yo, man, you've been doing what I've been wanting to do for two years, but they've been Stop. running, man. You did your thing, man. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Please, man. Ask one question. Every time somebody says something that hits you, 
Y'all go crazy. No, I want to ask him one question. I want to ask. Patient. Now, hold on. This brother, is what I'm going to ask you. One question. Who wants to answer the brother? I want to ask him. I'll, I'll answer him. I'll answer him. No, I want to answer. Give me a chance to speak. I just All right. All right. I want Reggie to come in. Come on in, brother Reggie. Reggie, been patient. Young Pharaoh, from the three or four books that you read, can you show me one author and quote him that said that Metanecha has not been translated in whole or in part? Can you do you have that quote? Hold on, not you, not you, Lex. It's not for you. No, it's not for you, Lex. No, it's uh um um brother Pharaoh, peace. Right, I answer that, right? No, can you quote, can you just quote? One of the authors that said that the uh, hieroglyphics or Medunetra or ancient Egyptian language has not been translated in whole or part. Okay, now let me ask you a question. When you read, and, and I'm, I'm no, saying... No, I just want no, you to no, quote no, an no, author, no, an authority. No, you have to answer no, or you answer. say you don't know. No, I do know. Let me answer the question. It tells you in the book that I'm getting ready to, that I'm getting ready to bring out again that the Dometic text has 14 out of 19 incorrect letters. So now me logically reading that and then them saying they use the Dometic text to translate the Rosetta Stone and doing research on Dometic text and finding out that this language was never corrected. So from the time it was manifested to today, it's still composed of 14 incorrect letters. My common sense tells me that anything that it has now do, that with, now, do that with hieratic and do that with I the No, you say you did it with demotic. That is one form and that's the last form. Do it with, do it with the medunetra, the classic medunetra and hieratic and show me where an author said that that was not translated. Now, let me answer that question for you. When you study Coptic texts, in the, in, no, in, I'm in not the, talking about Coptic. No, I'm talking about. Let me, listen, let me tell you the author. Let me hey. listen. Let me tell you the author. Now, Doctor Reggie, if you need, if you don't comprehend what I'm saying no in the problem, beginning man. of this lecture, before I started, I gave you three book references and authors. No, so you interpreted. No, 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 I want the quote. Let me answer your question. Do you understand what he's asking? Time out. Time out. See, that's what I'm talking about. When somebody keeps skating around the, the answer, he, he's on, not understanding on, the question. Hold on, Asal. What I'm saying is, when somebody, Pharaoh, everybody, hold on, hold on. When somebody asks a question, answer the question and let him finish. When he finished, then you come back and you can say, well, brother, this is what I asked. You ain't, come on, you can't, both of y'all can't go back and forth. You have to get up and all right, I want to come in with another question, man. I have um, I have Garfield on the phone. Garfield, what's up, brother? Hey, peace and blessings, back to peace to the Amirah squad, back to squad up. Um, I want to ask young father a question real quickly, right? And and by the way, the Amirah squad did a beautiful job as far as presenting information, and that's what the community needs. Y'all won tonight, Amirah squad. Just to let y'all know, as far as showing people how to research and put information. I'm so sorry everybody didn't get their time. Um, let, me, let me ask young father this. What would convince you that the Medjumeta was translated? Let me repeat my question. 
What would convince you from anybody on the panel that the Nebuchadnezzar was translated? In a successful manner or unsuccessful manner? How could it be translated unsuccessfully? I'm going to ask a question to you. Whenever you start a lecture, do you say the words hotep? No. You start a certain said that. So I'm not talking about the city. I'm not there. It's not translated. How would you know the word is hotel in English? But I'm going to ask you again, brother. What would convince you tonight? Because I, I see that you have a lot, you have a big fan base, and you got a lot of people that love you out here. What would take you to take the humble side and say, you know what? I need to look into this further. And maybe I'm not 100% correct. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's not about being right and wrong. It's about what direction should I go after this conversation? I'm looking at this as a great presentation tonight by Connor. This is one of the best things for 2016. Because you have Young Farrow and you have the Amon Ross squad. You have some of the greatest minds in the community from Amon Ross squad here building. But I'm asking Young Farrow right now, brother, what would make you say that, you know what, I think I'm kind of wrong on this. I need to research some more. Come on, Pharaoh. Go ahead, Pharaoh. Answer the question, brother. Okay, now I never you must have missed it when I said 45 to 50% is incorrect. So I'm not casting out the entire translation of the Metanetra. So I've never said out my mouth that I'm throwing all the Metanetra in the garbage. I've even said that in this bill. What I'm saying is the same thing you asking me is the same thing I can I have asked Dr. Mayat or I can ask you. What would convince you that it's 100% correct if I'm showing you proof from Egyptologists that they have admitted that 14 out of 29 of the characters they used to translate it were incorrect and we can't say Coptic texts were used because Coptic texts was built predicated upon the hybrid fusion of Greek texts and Demetic texts. And we know once again, Demetic texts was wrong. So what would convince me that the Metanetra was translated? I would have to go on a time machine and I would have to be there and see how they did it. Since I'm asking y'all how they did it, it can't nobody tell me how it was done. We that's never get a chance to do it. See, that's hey, stop now. That's, that's, that's not right, though. That's not all right, right. All right, everybody, that's it. I want to get to the rest of the callers because I want to hey, get... Thank you, thank you, sir. You're welcome, you. brother. Yo, I want to get to these callers, man, because there's a lot of people calling. Hey, y'all just got, we just going to ask the question and let them go in. Peace and Black Power family, what's your name? Where you calling from? Peace, peace. Peace and Black Power family, what's your name? Where you calling from? Yo, yo, this random man, Peace and Black Power with everybody. I just want to say, Fred Romantic. Congratulations, man. You caught a couple body flags. You just caught five in a row. Boy, you a serial killer out here. Man, that ain't no damn questions, Don. Hold on, brother. What's your question, brother? Answer brother, what's your question, brother? Answer this question. All right, all right. We just want questions, man. Talking that bullshit. I can get hyped, too. Come on, hey, yo, brother. Y'all got to show this. Talking that bullshit, son. That shit ain't being run right, dude. If they ain't asking questions, Peace and Black Power family, what's your name and where you calling from? Peace, this show is all from New York. What's up? Talk to me. What's your question? Hold on, Sean, yeah, before you answer your question. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on before you answer your question. Yo, uh, I got to say this, brother. Really? I love you. 
but really? you can't. Yeah, really. You can't. You really? can't stop a brother from calling. Hold on, brother. See, look at you. You can't stop a person from calling in, giving credit to the other brothers that's on the panel. You can't really? do that. Really, sound that. calling to give you credit. I'm not gonna say, yo, you can't do that. You can't do that. All right, no, you no, spin hold on. I'm going to spin, doctor. So not stop it, brother. You looking no, bad. You looking bad. Nah, you looking bad. You looking bad. Looking bad. That Pharaoh got y'all going crazy right now. You spinning it. Stop it. No, you spinning it. You know what you did? You said we was gonna have an accent discourse. Hold on. Hold on. You said no name calling, sir. You said no name calling, right? So when the caller calls in and starts name calling and talking shit, that's not a question. The question, yeah, what's up? All right. You start out with the question, bro. Come on, bro. You look, you looking bad, brother. Sarnetta, make us all. You said I'm looking bad. You already checkmated them with that medical. All right, let's go, let's go, brother. Let's go. What's your question, brother? All right, listen, listen. First, I want to know. Listen, first, I want to know. Young Pharaoh says reptilians exist. I want to know how and what's his proof besides David Ike that reptilians exist. All right, thank you and for second, your... And second, he said he can summon souls that were 6,000 years old. I want to know how can he summon souls and can he demonstrate himself summoning 6,000-year-old souls? That's he, my question. All right, let's go, Pharaoh. Okay, first of all, I never quoted David Icke ever in my life. I have over 170. I have over 170. Y'all gotta put your phones on mute. Go on mute. Everybody go on mute. Everybody go on mute. First of all, I've never quoted David Icke since I've been 23 years old. I have over 170 videos on my YouTube, and you will never hear me say I quote David Icke. Let me ask you a question. God damn. Can I give you the proof? Can I give you the proof? Okay, I want to clear because you said David Icke, and I'm letting you know I didn't use him as a reference, so that's you throwing that on me. But who I have used as a reference is Arizona Wilder, who's in a ex-Illuminati member. I have used President Putin, and I also have used mm. Eric Snowden. Eric Snowden is, is wanted for treason by the U.S. government for leaking secret documents. And in one of his secret documents, he admits the existence of reptilian beings. So I don't think somebody that the U.S. government would want to kill will have a reason to fucking lie about the existence of a reptilian. And what was your second question again? The second question was prove aliens exist. What are you talking about? Prove aliens exist. I just told you a government official on the run. I can listen. You matter of fact, I'm gonna prove it to you. Come to my Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Texas lecture this Saturday. I'm gonna show you aliens in the hieroglyphics. I'm gonna show you aliens in government government documentation. I'm gonna show you actual quotes from Eric Snowden. I'm gonna show you actual footage from Arizona Wilder, and I'm gonna show you the Canadian government having a conference within uh, their political um, within a private political. Um, area within they within whatever they because they don't have a president they have whatever we have so whatever they, on. why no. you ain't just say look in the mirror man no just say look in the mirror no because he came to be he said aliens exist why you ain't just say look in the mirror man because that wasn't that wasn't yeah. I mean, hey, hey, you want to have some fun Sarnetta he's in that power family what's your name where you calling from Hey, Sarnetta, you want to ask some? Peace and Black Power, where you calling from, family? 
I'm calling from Ohio. This is Brother Martin. What's your question, brother? Uh, my question is to all the panelists. Um, would they be willing to do a lecture or another style debate on this? Because I believe that it was a lot of information that the Iron Rock Squad couldn't get out. Barrel did have some nice points. I don't think everybody had enough time to actually present, you know, all of their information. So would these brothers be uh, willing to do a, a larger uh, debate or do this again? I, I think this was a good uh, conversation. I'd like to see more. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Pharaoh, are you willing in, um, to um, take this to the live stream? I mean, take this to the live audience? On one condition. What's that? You said they couldn't get it out. There's one, two, three, four, five people on this panel who deal with the meta nature and claim to be able to teach it to people, but yet nobody can tell me how it was translated into English, how they teach it today. I'm going to so tell, really tell, really tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. What happened, Dr. Ma'at made a big mistake. And I'm saying Ma'at made a mistake because Ma'at called me first. And Ma'at is the one that put everybody down. What she should have did was stuck with my aunt and somebody else. That way, y'all could have presented y'all facts. But when you bring in too many people, Dr. My aunt, you are unable to get your whole point across. You understand what I'm saying, sister? Yeah, I no. feel that. You're just saying that we just didn't have enough time because it was too right. many groups. That's all I'm saying. Now, now, let's go to the phone lines. Peace well, why we have enough time, Dr. My What rule was that? Respect the callers, y'all. Come on, man. Come on. What's your question, my brother? Uh, my question will have to be if if everything, if the Egyptian stuff was never deciphered, where does like Michael Amarosco, where does Seti and Brother Fredro get all of the information from? There would be nothing. If, 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 if then we wouldn't even have a word Fredro if nothing was ever deciphered in the first place. So, and then for Seti to prove in a lot of his debates that a lot of things in the Bible come or stolen from the Egyptian text. What Egyptian text is they were never deciphered in the first place. What would they have to steal with all these great civilizations? Good question. Have, 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 have stolen all this stuff from ancient Kemet, but it's nothing to be deciphered in the first place. Good. And then for one, for one, I got, I got to say real quick, Sean, because I watch obviously everybody on the panel, including me, I'm saying, well, for one, I'm 25. So I don't want nobody to say I'm just an old nigga. Hey, federal man, you got to humble yourself, brother. You gotta humble yourself, man. Because coming from, I'm, not, I'm no scholar in the linguistics, but I have studied up under Raketi Ahmed for about a year or so. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I see what, what the brothers with the Amirah squad is saying. You gotta listen to polite when they talk about the trilateral roots. These, these, these languages connect with each other. So I'm not gonna go in, man, because I know y'all getting it in and stuff. But I, I, I want to encourage my young brother, say, wrong man, get more in depth into it. But if this, if this stuff was never decided in the first place. We wouldn't even have to be having this conversation. So really, the conversation is really kind of silly. But peace, y'all. This is Brother Dama Dudley, man. I'm checking out. That was my question. So peace. that's what I want to Peace and Black Power family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Oh, yeah. What's up, brother? Can I answer that brother's question? I just want to tell you, you know what I'm saying? Keep doing what you're doing. I watch every content that you put out, that you, Brother Rich, put out, the tales, the life. Y'all are doing it for the community, and your community loves you. I don't know if nobody told you that. This might not even be a question, but your community loves you. And a lot of times online, 
people, like, if you read the comments, you might think, damn, I might be doing all this, and my, my, my community don't even love me, you know what I'm saying? But I'm letting you know that I'm a real representative of what y'all are doing. And and I'm taking that energy, and I'm transferring it to the people in my in my area. So I'm just letting y'all know, including Young Tavero, including everybody who's on the debate, including everybody who's listening, because I'm also on the chat, I want y'all to know that we are in this together. And although we're in here for scholarship and debate and intellectuality, what we, what we can't do is adopt the, the Caucasian man's culture and go against each other, because that's what happens, okay? We use our intellectuality to, to, to fight amongst one another, and then it becomes a debate, which is cool, because I'm young brother for like debates and all that. But what I'm telling you is, one man can't ever admit when they're wrong. And then what happens is, they start complaining, like, oh, and then they, they, they move it to another topic, when they can't just say, okay, brother, you know what? You're right about that point. I, I submit, I, I back up from that point. We have to be able to admit when, when we're wrong or when somebody else is right for progression. Otherwise, we're not building, which is screaming over one another. And that's all I want to say, brother. I want to thank you for that comment, brother. I appreciate that. Respect, my man. Hey, Sean hey, Matter. All right. You. What's hey, up? Oh, I'm going to let you go for five minutes, huh? You my fucking man. I don't want right. you to think I'm hurting or hurting right. on you. Go ahead, uh, I like I like I like to say this to the listening audience. The brother Unc will no longer teach again. I'm gonna say this again. I will no longer teach again. I'll just be a sneaker shoe salesman. If Pharaoh right now, right? If Pharaoh right now can prove on the ancient walls of Kemet's, right? Listen to me, that there are aliens. I would like for him to prove that and then like for Ujao to refute that. Now, if he can do this, I will no longer teach again. So are that. you willing to do, hold on, hold on, Pharaoh. Are you willing to show us that there are aliens on the walls? Hold on. Now, the interesting point about that, that the aliens will be in the damn glyphs that you claim can't be deciphered. I'm not understanding the whole thing. You're going to have to go to the glyphs, Pharaoh. You're going to have to show their aliens. Right or wrong, Pharaoh? Don't worry. I'm on my way right now. So, so get watch ready. this. Oh, hold on. So then oh, why would you go? Hold on. Why would you go to walls that you claim repeatedly have not been translated? Brother Reggie asked you an excellent question. He said, where is the source on your claim about 50% of things not being there? You never did that, Pharaoh. No, so watch. Hold on, Pharaoh. I heard people in the chat room keep saying, the Amaral squad is not ask, answering the questions. I'm going to let you know, brother, we have not been given a chance to answer the questions in detail. These are detailed questions, not the quick cut off all this shit that we do all the time, but detailed answers. We got those answers. So everybody that kind of think a little bit that he can a little bit get with this, he can. So, Pharaoh, right now, show us in those glyphs, right? Did you claim have not been deciphered? where the aliens are, and I'm going to allow, I'm going to let, uh, hold on, Ujao, show you how crazy you are at this point. Okay. This will end the whole conversation. Oh, now, hold on, right. show it right now. And you, when you do it, right, I won't teach no more. It's a sonetta. As long as you give Ujao a chance, right? If you're not going to give Ujao a chance, I don't never want to come on here again. So I what we going to do? I will give Ujao right. a chance, but if Ujao, hold up, Pharaoh. I will give Ujaro a chance, but if Ujaro need a whole damn hour. No, he don't need no damn hour. No, he need no, no, 30 he minutes. No 
If he needs 20 minutes, if he needs 20 minutes, I'm not going to give him no, a no, chance. I feel you. I feel you. You know what? This is my last statement. For the listening audience, the information that we teach, this is not the quick, fast, boom, bam, bing, boom, 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 boom. I do that. Farrell do that. But these scholars that sit amongst us, they need time. But Ujjawa going to beat you up on that. Go ahead, Farrell. You yeah, got a chance to knock me out no. and teach you. Hey, oh, oh, hold yeah. on, Farrell. Farrell, hold on. Oh, I don't want nobody to say a word. If That's you right. disagree with him, you That's will right. be a, given nope. a chance to rebut nope. him. Nope. I'm a hey, 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 he got a chance to knock me out oh, of this thing. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. I'm talking no, and look at hey, you. No. Hey, hey, he got a chance right now to shut me down forever. Right now. Go ahead, Farrow. Uh, I promise okay. you, I will never teach again. Go. Oh, shit. Right. Oh, come on. Go, Farrow. No, this is Sarnetta. Before I do this, I want everybody on mute. Nobody can come off mute. Let me eat. Let me All eat. Right, let's go. Everybody on mute. Everybody on mute. I'm timing his ass, though. I'm timing it. Oh, man, what is you doing? Go on mute. Now, let me make sure y'all can see my screen, sir. Hold on. Let me drag these two out so that they're individual screens. We ain't making no mistakes. Now, you said, how can... I'm going to show you. Let me do you. I'm going to show you what you asked for, and I'm going to show you an actual extraterrestrial mummy that was genetically tested to have foreign dna and it was mummified now i'm finna show you so uh goodbye to the conscious community and image glitch, number one man. image number one can y'all see that yes this is a medallion found in the tomb of a pharaoh with a giant ass ufo on it do you see that ufo do everybody see that yes. oh you quiet goodbye okay now point number two now point number two <laughs> goodbye now point number two let me body is that Oh my okay. god. This is an actual extraterrestrial mummy that was recovered in Kemet. Can you see that? <laughs> Can you see that? Yo, y'all gotta stop laughing, man. Come okay. on, man. You're done. No, 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 no. Let them laugh. But do the research, see if it's factual, see if it's made up, see if they DNA tested it. And when it come back that they did, and when it come back that it has four haplogroups. Uh, genetics to this planet. Um, I don't want to see you on Sarnetta no more. You asked me to show you the proof. I showed you the proof. You can laugh at it if you want, but this is factual artifact that they found. Now, and I'll show you the book I have called Hidden Archaeology. This shit is over a thousand pages, and it's an unpublished book full of shit the government found that they never published. So, um, goodbye. Your ass is done. Goodbye. Um, um, do you want to refute that or anybody want to refute that? Yeah, I asked him to show me in the glyphs, right? Hey, he showed hey. the fool. Go ahead, go, go, go. Hey, I was gonna say, um, there's, there's nothing to say because the brother didn't show any glyphs and the brother showed some. I just uh, showed you a glyph, a medallion glyph found wait, in the tomb of a pharaoh. What are you talking about? What's the name wait. of the pharaoh, brother? Wait, wait, wait. You want to be on here all night because we could do this. I'll go get my book right now. And we no, can do no, I'm being quiet. Go, did y'all go? Accept defeat. You're that you shouldn't have said you let your ego put you out there and now you're looking crazy. You shouldn't have did that. You think everything fun? You think I just say shit to hear myself talk? No. All right, let me. Can I? Can I? I, I, want, I just want to address it real quick. I never go back to the caller. Y'all ain't answered none of my questions. I've been eating. No, man, you got to let him go. Let's go. Ujaro, Ujaro, you got the mic. Let's go, brother. Hey, I, I, just, I just need 30 seconds. Uh, One, that first picture you showed is a fake. Never. Period. Point blank. It's a fake. Let him talk, Pharaoh. No cutting them off. It's a fake. All right. 
reveal the website where you got it from. It's a fake. It's a it's a new age this 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 uh space age new age uh stuff that's a fake. And then the second picture you showed was not an alien mummy. It was not an alien at all. And then and then third, you did not answer Unk's question. He asked you to show in the glyphs, the walls, any kind of inscription about the extraterrestrials or aliens, and you failed to do that. So one, you failed to really answer Unk's question. So I really don't have to say anything, but just for the listening audience, that first picture he showed was a fake. I, I challenge anybody to look up Pharaoh. Matter of fact, young Pharaoh, excuse me, post up the link where you got that picture from and have everybody look at it. That's a, that's a, that, that's a, that's a, post the link. Put it back up, Pharaoh. Let's go. I'm Put done. it back up, Pharaoh. So with that being said, you, have you ever read this book? That book is pseudo. It's oh, pseudo. That's your opinion. Have you ever read the book? Yes, I've read it. It's pseudo. Those are the same brothers that photo. Oh, have you ever read? It? I got another book for you. Oh, I got another book. Google it. Those are the same for the listening audience. For the listening audience. For the listening audience. So this book. So this book. So this book audience, I would like you to know that forbidden archaeology is a pseudo science book. For the listening audience who saw the book that he put in the air, uh, uh, Forbidden Archaeologists, these are brothers who wrote a book who claimed that human beings have been on this planet for hundreds of millions of years. These are the same artists who photoshopped fossils to make them look larger. So the authors are pseudo. These are also authors who advocate aliens. They believe that things were built by aliens. So that source that he utilized is pseudo. Get it out of here, Pharaoh. Get it out of here, Pharaoh. Get it out of here, Pharaoh. It's pseudo. You pseudo. You got it. Get it out of here. Don't call names, young buck. Don't call names, young buck. Yo, yo, yo. We're going to end this right. No name calling, remember. Hey, Sonetta, what question? Hey, hey, Pharaoh. Hey, Pharaoh, what question of yours didn't get answered, brother? Seriously. Because wow. I don't no, want to leave. No, no, no. Right, let's be serious. I mean, we we being serious now. Yeah, yeah. What question was it that you didn't get answered? Seriously, y'all have no, never. Y'all have. I asked Dr. Mayat uh -huh. to pull up to pull up her scientific method, okay. and I wanted y'all to subscribe to that and show me step by step how they transform okay. ideograms. Paul, I'm not done. You, this is my question. Yeah, go ahead, how bro. They transform ideograms into grammatic text and languages when it was never that itself. Now you now now, now now I'm making sure you understand my question. Yeah, the brother, ahead. the brother who's the linguist on your team tried to say, oh, the the whore meant this and the rod meant this. But remember, Egyptians didn't speak that languages. They never used the English alphabet. So you have to be honest with yourself and admit that you don't know what the hell they call the hawk because they didn't have H A W or K in their language. Okay. Step by step. All right, time out, time out, Pharaoh. We're getting ready to close it down. All I have right. a call of Peace and Black Power. What's your name and where you calling from? My name is Dee, and I'm calling from Atlanta. All right, and what's your question? question and it's geared more towards Dr. Maya. All right. Um, just the other day, I watched another video on this channel. It stated where you stated that in the community, we needed to see people who were building on the information that's already presented. And so two things I want to say, or I want to accept and then ask. And from what I see, based on the original conversation, Young Pharaoh is building on something that has already been established, right? So it seems as though, and this is me looking from the outside in, I'm very new to the conscious community. 
But it seems as though for all of these years, everyone has been very comfortable with the level of translation that has taken place. Young Pharaoh comes across this information and says, oh, wait, but this is one sentence, which sounds very familiar, and I don't know much, so please don't beat me up. I'm in the chat, and I'll beat me up. But very familiar to um, what a story I heard, which I know pseudo or not, but by Noble um, Ali, where he found one piece of information that catapulted information for his era, let me say it that way. So here Young Pharaoh is coming along, and he's saying, Okay, well, if this, I'm reading in this source and saying all the information isn't valid, then where is this information? You know, like, have we been walking around in dismissing, or have we been comfortable with the information that has been given? And my mom is a teacher. She's a media specialist, and she's also a doctor, and she speaks in the same manner that you do. But if you stated yourself that it's our responsibility as a community to build on things that are already here, why can we not, and uh, that was number one. Number two, you said um, that in the beginning of this conversation, you said sometimes we have to humble ourselves. And when we have, when we don't know, whenever in which you agree to, you say, yes, I don't know. But why at this point can't we all humble ourselves to say that this brother has raised a valid question, one that we as kings, queens, gods, and goddesses should potentially take a better look at and and do more research for it. And that was my question. So thankful I got through. I'm so thankful for this channel. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> so, so, Brother Sai, let me answer the sister's question. Um, first of all, sister, I would like to say I appreciate you calling in. We, uh, we normally don't get a lot of calls from the sisters, so I appreciate you coming on Sionetta's platform, listening to the discourse, and calling in to render your feedback, and it was eloquently um, given. So, sister, I'd like to salute you first and foremost, just, just as a sister, as a queen. But this is, I understand what you're saying about young Pharaoh coming to the table, you know, giving a hypothesis, and his hypothesis is that the Medjanetter has never been translated. Now, I'm not opposed to novel ideas at all because that is the purpose of research. We have to understand that the purpose of research is to discover new information. So when you discover this new information, you are extending human knowledge, right, of the physical, biological, or social world beyond what is already known. So that is the purpose of research. So that's why I asked young Pharaoh to supply me with a review of literature that will substantiate what he's saying or, dis or, or, or disprove what he's saying. So if young Pharaoh could provide me with a body of literature that he exhausted and then present to me a solid methodology and then show me evidence that he personally corrected, I mean, collected on his premise, I would concede. But he has not shown me that, my sister. He has simply read two or three books and he's sitting on the panel and he's trying to debunk a body of literature that has been established for many, many years from multiple scholars. So that's my issue right now, sis. It's not with the claim whether the Medrinetta has been deciphered or not. That is not my issue with young Pharaoh. I welcome young Pharaoh to bring new information to this platform. Young Pharaoh is 23 years old. I think young Pharaoh has uh, the potential 
to be a great mind. I mean, his memorization skills are out of this world. Okay, so I'm not I'm not battling with him on uh, his premise. But what I don't like is that when he presents a, a premise, a hypothesis, he doesn't substantiate that by reviewing a body of literature. You cannot say that you are a scholar on a particular topic because you've read three books. Now, young Pharaoh also made a very, very grave mistake during this conversation. He said that people who are teaching the Medjunetta have not supplied references. He said that nobody's supplying references, but he hasn't showed you one. I'm sorry, he did show two or three references. Look at Nas uh, Brother Asar's book, the Sukbiti. In his book, he has hundreds of references in the bibliography. I don't know if you guys can see me flipping through it, but he's teaching it. And he has plenty of references to substantiate his claim. So you cannot read two or three books and say that you are well-versed on a particular topic. Brother Wujairu's book, Ses Medjunetta, he has references in the back. This brother has a whole curriculum that teaches, that teaches the Medjunetta. Okay, so he has 30, 40, 40 re what, re uh, references um, in their books. So what I'm saying to you, sis, is this. I have no problem with young Pharaoh um, coming through and, and presenting uh, information. But you can't, you can't say that you're debunking something simply because you've read two or three books. I mean, that's just, I mean, at this point, we got to use common sense. You can't right. to be a scholar hey. because you read right, Dr. My, I Hold on. Hold on. The phone lines, please. What's no, we're going to the next caller. We're going to the next caller. Uh, yeah. Let Pharaoh get that alien. Uh, uh, wow. I just want to say, I don't need to shout out to Omar Squad. I just I'm just going to remember, like, young Pharaoh, we're not going to beat young Pharaoh, not because he's not smart, he's not researching, he didn't. It's like, he's, he just, like, you, can't, you can't beat this man because. I'm not, I'm not going to call him names or anything, but he does no research. He literally, it feels like he sits there and he just makes up whatever he wants to. So it's hard to beat him. You got to remember facts and proof. That's what that's what the world is based on. It's not based on what the popularity, what the chat thinks, what everything, because whatever they believe, because they believe in Christianity. There's more Christians and all that than the African traditional people. So no matter what they believe, the masses does not make it correct. The facts do and the research does. So we're not going to beat young Pharaoh by using researchers because he doesn't use that. He literally sits there. It's like he, the whole northeast of Africa does not exist in your family. It's like nobody survives on a time to preach it or or anything. Like nothing exists. But I just want to say to him about um, the alien stuff, which is crazy. I just want to show him, I want him to show the link of these websites. That he, he just pulled up two websites. The whole day this man has been using uh, just saying stuff, 45%, 50%. None of this is true. He's not showing any uh, research, no source. He just put up two sources of aliens on us right now. We should see the website so we can read this website, so we can do the extra work after this website. Because when this when when is over, I want to look at his website that he just pulled up. I want to learn. I do not want to sit here just talk about, like, it, it's just stupid, man. But I respect everybody. But I'm on I just know we can't beat this man with research and facts. And don't worry about the majority or his fans or his haters, whatever. All right. Um, let me say this. Hold on. Let Pharaoh go. Um, Sinjetti. Brother Sinjetti, unmute yourself. I want to ask you, what do you think about what the brother just said? You will not be able to beat Pharaoh with facts and scholarship. What do you take from that right there? Um, 
thank you for thank you for that um, uh, statement, brother, to the caller. Um, I actually think he makes a good point. You know, when it comes to like popularity and um, say enthusiasm and charisma, you know, I definitely think he has me beat. He definitely has me beat on charisma. Okay, but however, when it comes to critical thinking, okay. Um, you're going to get. You're not going to get as many people who are going to follow you because it's not. It's not fun. It's not. It's kind of some of it's boring. You know what I'm saying? So what people, a lot of people, that are looking for charisma, a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he has a lot of that. It's it's more so. It's a lot of entertainment behind it. You know what I'm saying? Again, I'm not trying to play the brother, but again, you know, I'm a straight shooter. So I'm not going to beat Young Pharaoh in charisma. Okay, he got that. That that's his arena, you know. And so far as doing this, you know, you know, <laughs> doing that. Okay, um, he has that. Okay, I don't do that. No one on the panel, we don't do that. Okay, so in that arena, he got it. Okay, but when it comes to actual research, okay, when it comes to comprehending all of this stuff, all right. And yes, I read all of these books. Okay, I read read them all. And you know, and it's funny because we have a, we have people who like my, my my young brother here. It's like everyone who says it can't be deciphered. None of these people actually studied the language, and I want all the all thousands of listeners out there to, to um to notice. Think about it. They haven't studied it. Why are you listening to them? Okay, just like if I never played baseball, but I come to you and tell you you can't play it. Okay, so I'm gonna say this. I want everybody to take take this home. Those who say it can't be done should not interrupt people who are doing it. If mm -hmm. you feel as though that we can't do it, stay out of the way. Why are you in our way? Stay where you're at. Let us do our thing. You don't think it can be done? Then what are you having this conversation for? Unless you think it can be done, and you want to get in the wet, okay? It's no different than me looking at an ant and being worried about whether he could write a dissertation or not. I'm not going to get in his way because I think he can't do it, okay? All right. Wait, stop, stop. Hold on, hold on, I'm not done. No, no, bro. No, bro. Just relax no, until I call your name. I got you. Okay. All right. All right. So to my brother Pharaoh, remember that assignment that I gave you. I gave you an assignment, okay? I need you to take one year to study Metal Nature. I need you to get these books right here. I need you to study them. Actually, take a class, and I know you're not humble enough to take Wujia's class. That's okay. Take Rakeli Amun's class, or you can go to the white boy, whatever you want to do. It doesn't make a difference. Go to anyone. There's free online courses. All right, that none of us are doing. So if you don't want us to know you're taking it, that's fine. All right, and you can inbox me. I'll give you some links, and you ain't got to tell me which ones you're using. Do that for one year, okay? Don't, don't sit there and do all that, okay? No, for real, all right? Take a class, then come back and demonstrate why we can't do it, okay? But until then, I'm charging you, young Pharaoh, to be silent on saying that we can't do it when you yourself have not even attempted, okay? And by the way, give, just like Asar said, give us that list of that 50 to 30%, okay? Because that's what you got to do with us. 
Now it might work with people people who don't study. Talk about when it. Come to us. You got to bring that research. If you're not bringing that research, then please be quiet. All right. Um, what I want to do now. So let me go. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, relax. <laughs> what I want to do now is go down the line and give y'all three minutes to close out. Everybody get three minutes. We closing out. I want to thank everybody that came through and our family. Once again, make sure you go and visit that GoFundMe page. All right? Don't play no games, man. That's very important. I know you would like to see the house of consciousness in your city, in your town. Make sure you go and visit the house of consciousness page. If we all do it together, we could be we be we be doing good. All right, family. So, I'm saying to the family again, go and visit the page. Since I threw it up, I want to say peace and black power to all those who have contributed. Remember when I first showed you the page? Well, let me show you now where we at because the family damn sure came through. All right? The family came through, and um, this is where we at right now. The people came through. So we, we raised an extra $235, which it should have been at least $2,000 plus because we have 3,000 people in the audience, family. What the hell is a dollar, a dollar, a dollar per person? See, if everybody was to came out with $2 out their pocket, some of them don't have to come up with 50 and 20s. But in order for it to work, everybody has to do it. It's not going to work if only 50 people show up with $2. You understand what I'm saying? So come on, family. I know you would like to see Brother Farrell in the van rolling out to Cincinnati or rolling out to Boston. We got we going to pick up Unk and we going to another city. And then we all rolling. Come on, family. I want that. By next summer, we want to be on the road. We want to do what we got to do. So I want to go with Unk first. I want to give you three minutes, my brother. Close right. out. You got it. Hey, man. Look at these new Jamaicans we got, man. Go oh, to man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. God damn. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I'm a raw squad.org. I almost forgot. <laughs> right here. Let me show y'all this right quick. I got mines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got mines, baby. Here you go. Look at that unk right there. I got mines. The last time unk came down here, unk made sure he brought his brother a pair of shoes. I got mine. I didn't wear them yet. Up, oh, I think I might wear them to the um, Black Power Awards. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna wear mine. I'm gonna wear mine to the Black Power Awards, and and the wifey is saying she waiting. Be scratched up if I don't get mine. Uh oh. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right, now um up. Let them get that website on where they can get them shoes at real quick. Hey. Amirawsquad.org. Go to the marketplace. All right. Amirawsquad. Go to the marketplace. We got t-shirts. Uh, we got three different stores on there. Very important. We got these new Jamaicans out right here. And they good. All right. Amirawsquad.org. All right. Okay? Brother, close out. Let's go. So, all right. So what I want to say is I, I want, I definitely want to give Brother Farrell a chance.
to show those glyphs he was showing. I'll gladly give up my time for him to show them glyphs. And you know, I don't have a problem with young people learning, but the problem I do have is, is when you jump in an arena where your age kills you dead. You feel me? And the thing we do, we're not playing football or baseball, right? The thing we do takes time and effort and study. And the young lady called in and she was wrong. I have to say it because everything that Farrell talks about, it's all old information. He's not bringing any brand new information to the table. If he was, we would say it. Sarnetta being funny. Sarnetta know he didn't heard all that before. Okay? That's so true. I think we came I on. Right. I think we came on. We did what we were supposed to do. We dropped that scholarship. I'm just glad that we showed that all of us could get along. That's the part I'm proud of, right? That we all got on the thing, and it ain't never been about us hurting each other. It's just been about, look, you got this young brother right here who crazy like that glue, got that energy, you know what I mean? But his methodology is terrible, and I'm sure one day he will grow. That's so go ahead, Pharaoh, just show us those glyphs for us. Stop doing that. Hold all on. right, all right. Now I want to go down the line. No, 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 hold on, hold on. So I'm not letting yo, yo, stop. That's slander, bro. Come on, bro. Stop now, hold on, Pharaoh. Everybody closing out. You're going to get your chance. I ain't you, Pharaoh. Well, to, make sure, to make sure, just write it down so you don't forget it. Yeah, well, if I slandered you, I apologize. I didn't mean to slander you. When it's my turn, I'm going to go in. Don't worry. Go down the line. I can't wait till it gets to me. I'm going to light y'all ass up. Yeah, hold don't on. get Ujjal go first. Don't let it, let, let him do the glyph before he get you Ujjal. All right, let's go, Dr. Ma'at. All right, I just want to say peace and black power to all of the viewers and everyone in the chat room please visit edanimeproductions.com to get your copy of meltrek okay meltrek episode one and this meltrek episode one establishes that the origin of people of african descent does not begin with slavery so let's teach your children let's teach our babies that our origins that our roots do not begin with slavery which is con contradictory to what they are exposed to in school and on mainstream media. So visit edanimeproduction.com, get your Meltrack DVD. We also have the DVD, we also have the film available for digital download, and we have coloring books, storybooks, posters, and we also have a curriculum that is free that you can download to teach your children at home African culture. All right. So we're no longer depending on the public school system to edify our children. We are doing that. We're taking matters into our own hand. So I entreat, I implore everyone under the sound of my voice to visit edanimeproductions.com to purchase your copy of Meltrek. I would like to close by just giving props to all of the brothers on the panel. I think that everyone uh, rendered good information um, from the linguist, Brother Wujaro, Brother Sinjeti, Brother Saar, uh, Brother Ankh. Uh, you chimed in there a few times, um, Brother Sinatta, and you also, Brother Young Pharaoh, for even having the heart, the carriage to say, hey, I'm going to come on and combat five or six people. That takes a lot of heart and carriage, and I believe that that should be commended. However, Brother, I do implore you to, um, to understand what research methodology really is, because we must understand that a faulty methodology will result in a faulty conclusion. So my purpose for being on this show, so my purpose for being on the show tonight was not to combat your um, linguistic questions, but it was to combat your research methodology and to show you that your research methodology 
is flawed. I would like to show you my screen. I know you brothers and sisters see my screen. You can go to this website to see the, the Photoshop mummy picture that he showed me, okay? There is the mummy, there is the Photoshop picture that young Pharaoh showed you. And he claimed that that was a true picture, but it says pyramid scheme. A mysterious alien mummy has baffled scientists. The image of a human child mummy was embellished with Photoshop. So brother, I ask that you stop Googling things and regurgitating it as if it is scholarship because it is not. This is a pyramid scheme that is well known in the community. Shout out to my man, Qual Kabor, who brought this to my attention. So that's what I mean by your methodology. Because if you had a solid methodology, it's no way in hell that you would have showed 3,000 people a Photoshop image of a mummy. With that said, Brother Sinatra, I would like to say peace and black power to black all power. my brothers on the panel. Brother Assal. He not on that. All right, Brother Farrell, let's go. All right, now I'm about to go in. First of all, first of all, hold on, hold on. Fuck, I'm going off. First of all, okay, let me get you out the way. Let me get you out the way. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Everybody, hold on. Everybody, Farrell, Farrell, hold on. Oh, please do not say a word. I'm not, bro. I'm not. I wasn't even talking about it. Oh, all right. Well, oh, you gotta be quiet right now. Go ahead, Farrell. All right, first of all, here go your UFO on the wall. Now, I'm finna go in. And I'm gonna get back to you on that Photoshop subject. Oh uh, my God, I'm gonna start with Uncle. I'm gonna end with you. First of all, since since y'all want to say the metanetic was translated, y'all need to go look up what's called the Tuli Papyrus. The Tuli Papyrus is an alleged scribe that was written by Pharaoh the Thutmose III in the 18th Dynasty that allegedly documents his personal experience with extraterrestrials and quote UFOs. So now you got to tell me if you believe that Metanetra has been successfully translated, then you have to call Phil Thutmose from his personal experience a goddamn liar. So now I've given you what you want. I've given you government uh, references. I've given you somebody who's definitely a fugitive and, a, and wanted for terrorist treason charges against the U.S. government as somebody who's quoted extraterrestrials. I've given you multiple sources. It's just the fact that you don't believe. So now before I jump to... uh. What you call it, my yeah. I want to say this. All Stop being disrespectful. Stop oh, being oh, disrespectful. Oh, I'm gonna tell you that right now. Stop being disrespectful. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Cut it out. Cut it out, young man. Cut it out. Come on, sir. I didn't do that while she was talking. Tell her respect again. <laughs> and I didn't disrespect you either. So cut it out. Hold on, Dr. Mahat. Come on, Mahat. You can do it, baby. Now, with that being said, yeah, all y'all try to do, all y'all try to do is use my age to slander me. Now we want to talk about being disrespectful. Watch the tape. I'll bet my soul to Jesus Christ, the, the imaginary Jesus Christ, if he is real, that you, that Dr. Mayat slandered me first. She was in the background saying aliens, and that's what made me turn up, and I've been turned up ever since. So when y'all say humble myself, y'all attack me first, and then when I respond, you try to act like it's me. Now let me get on Dr. Mayat real fast to respond to what she said. You must she love documentary. She keeps trying to say, I read three books. No, I read more than three books. I presented about seven books that I used to back this particular argument. So stop trying to play me and say, oh, he only read three books. He's trying to disembody a body of work. And before I get to the Photoshop, I want to say this. But second of all, you claim to read all them books, but yet you missed the one on Diotic text that says 14 out of 19 of the characters were wrong. So I don't care if you've been reading books for 30 years. If I come along and I stumble upon a book that you didn't stumble upon and I present the facts, don't try to slander me and discredit the facts because nobody on this panel 
for all the hours we've been on here have still been able to answer no question so you're so you're doing exactly what religious people do you're telling people to believe in something that you yourself can't prove and you're upset that i presented information that you missed now continuing on we want to say where's the scholarship where's the credibility technically me you or unk if that's the case has no credibility unk didn't graduate from college i didn't graduate from college and you graduated from college with a doctorate in engineering not linguistics so you have no business even being on this panel right now now we now we want to deal with uh photoshop imagery we understand that imagery is actually photoshop do you know how much uh fictitious information the government puts out there to try to slander and say things are that they're not do you know that the government tried to say pyramids on mars was photoshopped even though nasa scientists and people inside nasa confirmed that it's true and that was the government trying to debunk information so when we talk about uh regurgitation i don't regurgitate okay i use logic and research from people's personal mouths to come up with my opinions so with that being said don't stop trying to slander me stop trying to use my age stop trying to say i presented three books because if you rewind this you'll see every book i presented and why i used it in this particular dialogue and you'll also see that none of y'all answered my questions and we want to deal with intelligence and research methodology i asked you to your face did you could you agree since we could factually confirm that 45 to 50 percent of the Dometic text was incorrect then by default 45 to 50 percent of anything it translated would be incorrect and you ignorantly said no so that shows your subscription to your own uh scientific methodology so stop trying to discredit me because my age stop trying to play me stop trying to act like i'm not humble because i heard you in the background saying aliens first and now i turned up and you keep trying to play ain't nobody bringing up my fan base but y'all and then to answer the brother uh i can't get the brother name right now but he told me i should take a metanetra class Osiris and Haru is not gonna jump off the wall and stop no goddamn chemtrail. So I would never waste my time learning how to how to read something that's not gonna stop a black child from getting the vaccine. I'll continue to do what I'm doing. And my second thing to you is, you said if you can't translate the metanet, just stay out your way. I didn't call none of y'all. Y'all challenged me. I challenged Unk and Polite, not nobody on this panel. So you motherfucking stay out my way. And I'm gonna end with this. Until y'all answer any of my questions, stop trying to slander me. Stop trying to use my age against me and Dr. Maya stop trying to downgrade the fact that I read a book <laughs> from a certified Egyptologist and they admitted that 45 to 50% of the alphabetic characters were incorrect. So with that being said, all the That's books y'all show, y'all need to go buy the one I brought, read it and come back and let the people know that factual, uh, I mean, factually accredited scholars, because y'all want to say scholars, have admitted they're wrong. And I want to end on a note scholar. All right. When, when we're dealing with scholars, when we're dealing with scholarship, scholars pre present new information. So if Sinetta tell me two plus two is four, then and I tell somebody else, that's me learning from something from Sinetta and regurgitating. But if I take two times two and I multiply it by three and I get another answer, that's me producing a new factual premise of knowledge that was never here before. So everything that y'all doing is regurgitated. And I'm the first one to present this information of the of the demonic text being incorrect. And you want to talk about scholarship? Well, technically, I will be the only scholar here because I'm the only one presenting newfound information from correct research. So let's not get on scholarship. So you need to long as three minutes. You you need to deal with your subject. I need to deal with his subject, and let me deal with my subject. And like you said, if you're not that's good. All right, now Daryl, nobody spoke with you. Except up oh, just burst out just now. But um what about Dr. Reggie? You still there, Dr. Reggie? Yes, can you hear me? 
Close out, Reggie. Let's go. Ultimately, the goal is to impeach white scholarship, to restore, reconstruct black culture, African culture, and remove the hegemony that white folks have on scholarship and technology. The problem is uh, with the majority of our young people is that they sell their theories, but their theories are inherently white theories in origin. And this also includes religion, alien, and metaphysics. All of these are white theories in origin. And so that they are actually in partnership with the white oppressor. They feel that they do not have to do primary research. They do not feel that they have to get higher education or do field study. None of the Moors, Hebrews, metaphysics that I have talked to have ever been in any of the places and done any of the research. They just project their minds or use white European scholarship. Who are their real partners? Pharaoh has not shown by a source that the meta-nature is inaccurate. What yes, he I has shown is that the latest form of ancient Egyptian that was influenced by the Greeks, which is called demotic, has errors. That is all that he says, and he cannot use that to show that the classical meta-nature is not accurate. Paradigm blindness is when a person is so stuck in their beliefs and in their ego that they can't assimilate new information. <laughs> Lastly, we are here to prepare ourselves for the ultimate battle with the oppressor. These little games that we play are unfortunate because the Europeans are well financed and they, will, um, they are bent on destroying us and conquering us to the very end. So, we must push on, um, and I think everybody on the panel, certainly Sarnetta, uh, donate to the Black News Van and uh, for making this happen. Certainly the whole Amira squad, and certainly Brother Pope um, Pharaoh, who I had offered to teach him Medunetra, but he insulted me, right? By my, and I said nothing disrespectful to the young brother, and I am not disrespectful. And I don't think that he's being disrespectful to me, but as an elder, I offered my hand um, and he rejected it. So that is unfortunate when we are so stuck in our beliefs that when your own brother, who's never ever done anything to you, says, well, brother, let me show you what I know, you, you, you turn him down. So in that, that um, I close, and that's unfortunate. Peace. Okay. Um I want to say to the panel and, of course, to my brother Pharaoh and to everybody up there, not just Pharaoh. Hey, you know I didn't go yet. I know who I got, brother. I got you. I'm just relax, brother. I'm looking right at it. For everybody up there, none of us are Muslims. But if we had somebody that's coming to us to say, you know what, brother? I could teach you the Arabic. Are we going to say no? No. We're going to say, oh, man, well, let me learn the Arabic. Why? Because we need to learn it in order to go in to get and teach the rest of our people. In order to read the Quran, you got to know the Arabic. So there's nothing wrong with knowing the Arabic. So what I'm saying to my brother Pharaoh 
is just because you have a found belief, my brother, and you say that the Medunetta has never been deciphered, what you need to do, Brother Pharaoh, is say, well, let me go and learn what I can learn, and then I can see if this is actual or not. That's all I'm saying to you, Pharaoh. That way, that way, Pharaoh, that'll make you even more powerful, brother. It'll make you even more powerful to learn the Medunetta, to learn what they got to give you, because you never know, you might have to use it on the people. So with that, I want to go to Umjaro, and then I'm coming to my brother, Sinjeti. And that's the last one. Let's go, Umjaro. Right, you can put it on my screen. Um, I'll take all my time. And on, on the note of learning, I want to extend the, the same extension that Dr. Reggie uh, gave to the brother Farrell. And, and brother Farrell, I will offer to teach you. So what do you think I'm doing with these? Okay, I, I, didn't I, didn't, I didn't interrupt you. I'm, I'm sorry, but I didn't interrupt you. So oh, okay. Not, I don't need to help, player. Allow me. Okay, so you're, you're declining. All right, so that's fine. But for the listening audience, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been teaching uh, Metonetra on the beginner's level for five years. All right, I wrote a book. The book you see it on the screen is on the left-hand side. You get it on Amazon or metonetra.com, the website, and the flashcards for, for the monoliterals um, as well. All right, so with that being said, I wanted to address... Um, something that the caller had, had uh, raised earlier, where the Sarasut and Seti get his name from. In this particular glyph, we see, and I'm going to transliterate and tra translate and trans transliterate and translate. We see Nisud Biti, Min Ma'at Ra. Then we see Sara Seti, Morin Puta, Diank Mira Jet Nehe. And this means the king of upper and lower Kemet, Min Mat Ra, which is his throne name. And then we have Sara, which is the son of Ra, then we have Seti Merninpatah, which is Seti, beloved of Patah. May he live like Ra forever and eternity. All right, so that's what this is saying. All right, now I, I challenge anyone to, to go look, that, look, this, look this up and verify what I'm saying. All right, so this is where Sarah Sudan Seti gets his name from, but the glyphs are not supposed to be deciphered or translated. So that's that. Then now I want to also uh, real quick go over to because young Pharaoh quickly flashed that, that UFO uh, glyph that was kind of fast. I mean, I, I almost missed it, but I want to uh, share my screen if I can get to it. All right, this is what he showed. Okay, now this glyph is not a UFO. And see, around here we deal with science. We don't do the look-alike uh, look thing because if you look at these other pictures here, um, and I use the same search that uh, Pharaoh did, which he, which he searched under the string of UFOs and hieroglyphs. That's all he did. Okay, so this picture came up. This mm -hmm. picture came up. So, so if, you, if you look at this picture right here, let me, let me blow this one up. Look at this picture right here. They're trying to say that this looks like a gray alien with the black eyes and, and the um, um, head and everything and the mouth. So we don't do the lookalike uh, around here. So I just want to give you an example of why not. So what I just showed you, you see how this picture right here looks like an alien. That's the look-alike. That's because the way the picture is blown up and it's cropped. Where this, picture, where this particular picture comes from, it comes from this entire wall. But what is it? It's actually, this is a clearer picture. What it, what it is is actually a lotus flower, a, a lotus flower that's budded, that's open, and has two buds on the side. That's it. And it's on top of an offering table. Okay. And this article is found on my website, metanetra.com. You can read the entire article, but my time is short, so I'm not going to go into it. Um, um, so the spaceship. 
Yeah, you 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 can get to that. Um, also, the the spaceships. You know, if if the uh, spacecrafts have been uh, deciphered or not, or or are they really spacecrafts? Wu Jaru, Wu Jaru, the space, yeah. the so-called spaceship that you show, brother, isn't that just ruin? That's just ruin. Um, you know, in the stone, right? No, the what he's calling a spaceship is not a spaceship at all. It is. It no, is, no, I'm saying what you're showing is just um some ruin inside of the stone, something that has been ruined. Yeah, the the other I did I didn't show, but the other one you're talking about uh, these glyphs that people use to say that there's hovercrafts and UFOs and spaceships. Right. I have a whole article on that, and I explained that that's called a palimpsest, and it's called and and it's it's uh damaged glyphs that are that are part of two people's names, Ramses II and his father, Seti I. It's, it's, it's their two titulary uh, titles. That's what, that's what people are looking at. And I explain it on the, on the, on the website. So I, I encourage people to read it because my time is short here. But I also want to say that young Pharaoh failed to answer Reggie's question when he asked him about name any scholars out of any of the books that he's read that backs him up and says that the Metronetra has not been deciphered or translated. He failed to do that. He didn't. He didn't uh, give any scholars because there are none. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, what was the last thing? Oh. Well, um, I think I heard Pharaoh said, um, Professor Walter Williams. Professor Walter Williams um, backs Pharaoh up. That's a scholar. Okay. I well, didn't say that, but that's a fact. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he he didn't say that, it to you. So that's that, that's fine. But it's Professor Walter Williams has made that claim, and we addressed those claims with Professor Walter Williams as well. So I'm saying out of the books that he read, because he, he's reading information about the ideograms and things like that. He skipped over phonograms. I told you, I don't want to listen. I told you. Second. I, I didn't interrupt you, brother. So he skipped over that. He skipped over that information. So I would implore him to, uh, like Dr. Ma said, to do some more research, learn how to do literature review, read the scholarly consensus, and then come to the table and demonstrate and prove how these scholars have it all wrong, all right? Because he failed to mention somebody. Dr. Walter Williams doesn't study the language at all. Matter of fact, earlier, a young pharaoh did not even know what the Rebus principle was, and that is a key critical element in order to understand how, how a writing system relates to its spoken uh, counterpart, okay? Without that knowledge, none of this stuff uh, is going to make sense, all right? And then uh, Asar Motep introduced the acrophonic uh, principle, which is the uh, pronunciation of a word, you take the first consonant and that becomes the uh, alphabet, if you will, or the, or the phonetic pronunciation, and you use that for different words. All right, so, um, I mean, with that, I'll, I'll just, you know, end off and just remind people that. All right, Brother Sinjetti. Brother Sinjetti. Hey, Sal, you oh, see yeah, my screen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah. All right. All right, yeah, um... You know, just listen to the conversation. You know, uh, I think about young uh, brother, young Pharaoh, and and if he learned Metonetra and was able to like teach it and actually build on it, I can actually see him being twice as powerful than he is now. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I'm going to have to go on the age, brother. You know, because when I was your age. Um, you know, I had already taken metal natural and everything like that I was initiated, and I used to think like that, okay? 
I used to think that, oh, it was um, disagreeable energy on the walls. That's something I learned from the Nawapian camp, okay? But then, you know, I had to see, well, let me see for myself, okay? You could be so much more powerful than you are now if you took the time to actually, to, to really learn the metal nature. You know what I'm saying? Think, think, think about you taking a group of people in a museum and you translating the text and us, me and the others standing back like, yo, he right. He got this. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I would love to see you do. You know what I'm saying? I know that we're having these arguments back and forth, that it can't, this and et cetera. But, you know, there's a lot to be learned, brother. You know what I'm saying? And you got a lot of potential, but you're not using it. You know what I'm saying? Use your potential. Actually go in and learn it. You know what I'm saying? And the way that you memorize information, dude, you could probably memorize a whole bunch of those glyphs in less than a month. The way your the way your memory works. You know what I'm saying? But I'll, I think, let, you, I'll let you teach me the meta nature under one condition. Hold hold on, hold on, brother. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Because, like I said, I've been where you've been, okay? I've already been where you've been. And, in fact, I told you that last year when we met in New York, okay? But, again, you have this enthusiasm and you're letting the ego block your own blessings. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're letting it block your blessings. And here, and here we are, people who have at least twice as much experience as you that want to give you knowledge, okay? I've been teaching metal nature at Temple University at the PASSEP program, all right, since 2009, okay, along with languages and, and history, et cetera, okay? All of us on this panel have had that, have had that um, uh, experience with teaching and offering to I mean, I would teach it to you. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you, you'll be a badass if you actually decided to, you know what, let me humble up, learn this language, and actually learn linguistics from an African perspective. Dude, you'd be unstoppable, but you are blocking yourself. And you have people who have twice as much experience as you telling you, yo, dude, like, this is what you can do. Let me meet you. But hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. I'm trying to show you something. When you say that about demotic, demotic and metanetra are not exactly the same thing. Okay? You can have problems translating demotic because, let me show you something. It's not right. Okay, let me show you. Can y'all see that? Can y'all see that? Yes. It's easier to understand this here. This is formal matter nature. This is the hieratic form of these signs. All right. This is like it, for the A, that's your K8 sound, that's your G sound. It's easier to figure this out. When it gets to hieratic, it's a little bit more difficult. But when you get to this right here, which will be demotic, this is another form, it's harder to decipher this because it's abstract. So I can see people having trouble with this at a certain period of time, not this. This is what we are talking about. You're talking about they, they haven't deciphered, um, what, 45 to 50% of this, okay? But that, what you're saying, does not apply to this. It, it does not apply to this, nor the cursive um, hieroglyphs that you mentioned earlier, which is in between these two stages, okay? So what you're saying could be correct in its own context, but it's not correct for formal matter nature. And here we are, we're trying to show you, yo, this is what it really is. No, y'all trying to run from the question and trying to belittle me and talk to me like I'm a little dude and I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, about. hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on, bro. Actually, when it comes to the language, you actually you don't. 
Okay? You right. you actually don't. So I'm gonna talk to you. Don't nobody know. That's the whole point of this. You no, don't no, hold on. Whoa, like, whoa. Guess what? No, hold on, no, no. You don't know. And we we're all trying to don't know. We all no, don't know. No, no, that's you. Talk, speak for yourself. How it was translated. <laughs> hold on, Pharaoh, Pharaoh, hold on, let him go. Oh my goodness. Hold on, hold on. Okay. So we're trying to show you. Uh, I'm sick of that though. Y'all bruh, yo, bruh. I'm I'm not that dude. I'm not I'm really not. I'm down, all right. So Reggie's offered it to you. Wujah's offering it to you, and I'm going on record. Y'all know offered it to you. Yo, yo, bro, calm, calm that down. I don't, I don't do all that back and forth. Come on, Farrell, okay. let him go. Let him go, Farrell. Every time Doctor Mayat jump in, y'all don't say nothing to her. I'm reacting off. Yo, 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 come talking. on with all that. All that's talking right now. This ain't him. Yo, yo, bro. Yo, bro. Hold on, y'all. We want to end the show without none of that, please, man. Let's have a good ending. So tell Dr. Mayotte to act her age, and I'll act mine. All right, come on, Farrell, let her go. Just stop acting like a little kid. Go ahead, Sinjetti, go ahead, finish your statement, honey. Go ahead, baby. Every time you jump in, I'm going to jump in. Oh, okay, all right, all right. You're right, you're right, brother, you're right. So anyway, um, so I just wanted the people to understand that's that's really what's meant here, that metanexture and demotic are not exactly the same thing. There's differences. So anyone who actually wants to learn it, and again, even with the antics that you've given, brother, I'm going to be humble and say I'm going to still extend my hand to you regardless, all right? Even though, you know, you don't like us for some reason or whatever, I'm going to still extend my hand to you regardless, okay? <laughs> Pharaoh, crazy. He's looking I mean, at <clears throat> Hey, son, yeah, now you see my screen. Yeah, you see that bill right there, I, I, I never said I don't like you. I never okay. said that. I, there okay. is people I don't like. Calm, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Okay. Slander, bro. You paying no, slander. Slander. Excuse me, brother. Excuse me. I don't do all that. All right. Slander is when I'm trying to defame you and talk trash about you. I'm talking directly to you. I'm not going behind your back. I'm talking directly to you. And you're making. You're talking down to me, and you're giving me premises. I mean, I mean, brother. I mean, hold on, hold on. Okay. When it comes to this right here, hold on. I'm 35. You're 23. You're younger than my younger brother. I'm not trying to play you, but you're we're not peers. So I'm not going to talk oh, to you like that. Damn sure not peers. Well, like, sure. You're taking it the wrong way. Calm down. Listen. Y'all learn to listen. You're taking it the wrong way. Okay? No, y'all trying to sun me, and I'm not going for that. That's what that's no, about. Yo, yo, yo brother. Damn. Yo, calm down. No, okay. stop the brother and then trying to sun me, and I'm not. Uh, yo, yo, yo. Let's, let's move okay. on. Come on, y'all. Hey, hey, right, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Hey, Sarnetta, you see that screen right there, brother? Can you see that? Yeah, I see. Yo, hold on. That's Walter Williams' book right here. Pay attention. It's the historical origin of the letter J, and he goes in to say the alphabetic chart, showing the world's first system of writing by the ancient Egyptians, the hieroglyphic, the hieratic, the demonic, and the phonetic. It's a from the phonetic uh, ancient Egyptian alphabet came to Greek and Latin. I'm very, very confused by this. Why would Walter Williams show this in this book on page 88? I got it right here in front of me. You know, it makes absolutely no sense to, to do that. You know, why would Walter Williams have this book? Listen, he has a chart showing that the hieroglyphics actually has been deciphered. And it's very, very, it's right there at this show, y'all. So at the end of the day, Pharaoh, no one's trying to sun you. What we're saying is, this is what we're saying. You're playing, hold on, hold, no, hold on, hold on, let me finish, let me finish, no, listen, listen, hold on, brother, when I'm around James Smalls, when I'm around James Smalls, right, 
Y'all never go close. The debate is over. Y'all didn't. I'm not debating. Okay, we lost. Listen, let me just say this as your brother. I don't want to listen. No, listen, as my brother. Listen, you're getting upset now. Listen, my point is, as your brother, when I'm in the presence of James Smalls and him, right? Info DC, they my elders, man. They got me by 50 years of knowledge and wisdom. So they make points. Sometimes they might be wrong. That's cool. But at the end of the day, they knowledge is, is, is vast. And I sit there and I listen so I can catch something. The problem that me and you always had was you came out on our corner, right? You jumped in with a lot of vigor. Yo, yo, yo. We ain't even going through all that. Hold on. Hold on. Say peace and black power family. Thank y'all for tuning in. We yeah, had a good, good out of debate. We out of here, family. Peace and black power. We out.